All right, so let me get started. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another hot Sunday Twitter space with me, Lelo and Maple. This time we are chatting live to the cast and creators of the Netflix series, How to Ruin Christmas, The Funeral. So this is a bit nerve-wracking for me, I must admit. But we are here because I really, really, really enjoyed the show. So I reached out to Netflix and I asked, guys, can we please do this? Because I think it would be super cool to just have a space for us as fans of the show to interact with the actors and the creators, the writers, the directors about the making of How to Ruin Christmas. So thank you, Netflix, for saying yes. And thank you, Ritabile, Kat. And thank you to the Silos and the Twalas who are joining us <laughs> tonight. And with that, let me welcome my fabulous co-host, Mable. Welcome. Welcome um, to myself and uh, thank you for uh, welcoming me. Um, I wanted to have a DJ horn for this space, but as I was standing up, the remote fell on the floor and the battery went under the couch. So we're off to a technical difficulty, but um, it shall be handled. Um, yeah. So I'm looking for a remote. That's why I'm huffing and puffing. Because I had a DJ horn ready for when somebody says something hot, you hear that poo 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 poo. But guess that's not happening. I was, I was also. I actually asked someone before. I said, "Guys, how do you play music in the space?" Because I wanted to play Gilipanzola for life. Nangzo <laughs> So, guys, thank you so much for joining the space. I sent an invitation to Kat. Kat, please just check there if you've got an invitation for you to speak. Reti uh, Retabile, I've sent you one as well because I would like for us to just get started with you guys um, with a couple of questions that we've got. So guys, we are going to have so much fun tonight. I'm super excited. Hello. Um, we are going to give you... Hello. Hello. Hello, hello Sia. I'll miss you. How does this work? Should I speak it works now? The way is my mic on? Wow. Wow, mic on? Trevor. Wow. My um, mic is on. Yes. Can, can you hear me? Yes, switch off your mics and then we will invite you to actually answer questions when we reach your section of the show. Okay. For now, um, Mr. Twyla, please. This is my first. This is my first. Oh my time. gosh! This is my first Twitter space, so I don't know how it, it, it works. Literally, I've never been on one. So, uh, hey, Kat, you just keep hey, quiet. Kat. You just oh, keep quiet oh. until Kat you and I speak. are watching the Liverpool game. Wow. Good luck, you okay. guys. You co-host. Good okay. luck. <laughs> okay, anyway, guys, um, hold on. Okay. So it's this is how it works. Yeah. No, she's okay. Wait. No, yeah. Swanky is here. I'm. I'm about to add Swanky as a speaker. Okay. Okay. Hold hey, on. Swanky. I feel like Rami's also okay. here, guys. Okay. Yeah. Wait. I cannot. Hold on, guys. Wait. I feel like I'm actually a teacher on an excursion. And it's not like, yeah, okay, cool, right? This is how we are going to do this. So we are going to start with Uri Tabile, and we are going to start. Hi, Swanky, welcome to the space. Hey. Please mute your mic. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Rami as well as the speaker uh, as well. Yeah. All right. We've added right. him. We've added her. Yeah. Okay. Uri Tabile is here. Yeah, um, Rami. I am. <laughs> Ritabile, I love you so much, by the way. Um, this is not me applying to be on the next season, but I really do love you, and I'm amazing, and I'm funny. So, yeah. <laughs> noted, 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 comrade. Oh now that... No, oh I did gosh. not say... I did not say no. I said nothing. I just said... I okay. just said I am... I'm hilarious. 
and I'm I think I'll be I'm muting everyone. I am muting everyone, including my co-host who's busy auditioning hey, for how Saints. to do with Christmas. The I Christmas miss you, Saints. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys this is this is how it works this is how it works my player and i are going to be asking questions we're going to start with the uh, producers uh i don't know do i call you guys directors or whatever i call you Rita Ville, the Bentanian. we're going to ask you a couple of questions and then we're going to give the audience an opportunity to also just ask questions we're going to keep it light and fun and when we're done we go to the twilers and oh, those chaotic twilers. That's why Hunali Chaos in this space already. It's because the twilers joined. And then after that, we're going to go to my favorites, the Sillos, Bona Beauty. She's sitting there quietly, you know, being pretty. Wait, and... wait. Okay. <laughs> wait, you should, you hold on. How... Lelo. Yes. Lelo, you cannot, you cannot say the chaotic twilers and then move on to mention the fact that you love the Sillos. The same exactly. people that actually, they live with a sheep in a house. No. That, that sheep is takes showers. That sheep takes showers. Some people in this space don't take showers. That sheep takes showers. So please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to start with you, Ne. Um, for the people that are joining in the journey um, of how to ruin Christmas, because we, you, we're not going to assume that everybody is on season two and they're deep within it. Some people actually in South Africa join in to series when they see the hype and they see that there's a progression into the next season and they see people talking about it. I just, I, I want to take, I know you've been speaking about this since the first presser that you've had, but how was this series conceptualized? And there's something beautiful that I see with it is that a lot of South African stories that are out there, we like to lean in on the poverty aspect of it, the, is it the, the things that we go through as a country in terms of, you know, our socioeconomic issues. But you chose to go a different route where you showcased South Africa to the world in a very, very different light. And it's light, it's fun, and we're seeing the opulent side of black people that's not muddled in corruption, but it's just a normal family. Yes, the Twalas have their own things, but it's a normal family and they are trying to navigate the world. They've got their flaws and they're mixing with a family from a different background. How did you guys conceptualize that and what made you guys go the route of not uh, being typical? Well, I suppose, I mean, hello everyone and thank you for joining. I've never been on a space, so I'm very excited. This is exciting. Anyway, um, <laughs> I suppose you guys can thank COVID for bringing the story to life. Uh, last year, obviously, was a pretty rough year and we were all locked down. And Kat, who's also here in the space, uh, who's my brother and also business partner and co-creator of the series, we wanted to bring some laughter, some joy, something just to forget about what a terrible year it was. And it all centered around this character called Dumi, who was just like the black sheep of a family. We were very excited to write a role for a modern black female that, you know, has to straddle the lines between tradition and modernity, which is who we thought we are. And it's like, what better way to show the world what December in South Africa is like than with a wedding, which was season one. 
Um, and that was that was actually the aim is to bring joy. And in the aspects of doing that, it was discovering what Christmas meant for South Africans. What does that even look like for us? Um, and weddings, funerals, events are usually what's around December. And it was like, well, how do we bring that aspect to life? We have two different families. They come from different aspects of income. They come from different worlds. And when you get married, you marry into each other. And what does that look like? And where can we find the comedy? So that's essentially the inspiration, um, wanting to spread joy and laughter. I don't know if Kat's been invited to speak. If he wants to add a few points there, or he's just going to listen. <laughs> Is this taken from maybe your family experience? Um, not at all. <laughs> but I will say that some of the characters are people that we know within our family. And I would hope that you guys um, also recognize them. The story is a celebration of being black, um, of being who we are and of how we come together. And it may seem chaotic and a mess, but at the heart of it, it truly is family, fun, wholesome goodness. Lelo. Thank you, Ritabile. I've been inviting Uket because I can see him in the space, but he's not um, getting the, the request. But I also know he's, he doesn't really like doing these public things. So, Ket, if you would like to speak, please just press the mic on the left, at the bottom left, and then we'll, we'll put you up on, onto the stage. So, Ritabile, just one other question from my side. Ket you is a very did, big um, soccer fan, and Liverpool is playing right now. Give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll channel all his questions to you, uh, Trevor, a.k.a. Sia. Ritabile, one last question from my side. You guys did um, the wedding first, and then this season you decided to go with the funeral. I'm now wondering what's coming next season, but before we get there, how did you guys decide on the funeral this time around? I think it was uh, just, it was the next big thing that what do black people usually gather for? What brings us families together? And, you know, wedding is one and then funerals are another. And unfortunately, I mean, December being December, they, these things occur and happen. And we needed something else. Once these families were married into each other, we were like, well, what else could bring them together over the season? And I think the funeral was just the thing that made sense. And, and the music this season, guys, I was going crazy. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, we it's a collective effort putting that music together, but we went with nostalgia. December is nostalgia and big hits. So a lot of the tunes you heard were like old school jams. And we also have a lot of Kwaito coming out of Lekeke, which is very intentional. I think it becomes, it's quite a journey to bring that all together with the help of our music supervisor. And we have a great composer, Sam, who works really hard to even their songs. And I know in season one, the main song that everyone was like, oh my gosh, was when Dumi was saying her speech. Um, at the wedding, that was an original composition. In season two, when Gogo dies, that final song you hear at the end is an original composition, as well as when they're throwing the ashes. We work really, really hard to kind of put the show together to give you the essence of December and family. And I, I don't know, I hope we succeed every season um, and hope for more seasons to come. Okay. Um, Ritabile, I'd, I'd want to know, right? Um, you know, when you're doing casting, um, maybe you're sitting with the casting director and um, certain people are not always the first choice. <laughs> so 
uh, were there other people that you guys tried to go for and they maybe were not available and they turned things down and through the audition process? Because the cast right now is perfect. I'm not trying to slate the cast. But I always like to hear those stories when I read magazines on some, you know what, for the role of beauty, we wanted um, Tusom Bedu, but she was in America. And then Tando also auditioned and then Tando was good and Tando got the role. Are there people that actually auditioned for the show or they were maybe, what do you call, you guys were looking at them and they were not available and then you guys moved on and made different casting decisions? Or are the people that you guys have right now the first people that you guys were gunning for? Every single person here auditioned for their role. Uh, there were no, there was no like, oh, we're going to try this person. Are they available? We started on a clean slate. It was the craziest audition process. We had callbacks after callback. When we create the characters, we don't see the faces. We want the actors to show us who they are. And I, I don't know. I think everyone embodied it like better than I ever imagined. I mean, you've got Desmond Dube out here. You've got Rami and Aunt Grace. And I, I, I think you guys see the growth in terms of now we've learned to play with these actors in season one and season two. We got to then take that even further and let them explore these characters that they embodied so well. So unfortunately, I don't have any juicy stories about, you know, this person was meant to be that person. But it was like a clean slate. And we just, you know, everyone auditioned. I'm sure everyone has a casting story. It was literally from scratch. I mean, even the, all the big names that you see there, you know, send casting tapes and then came for callbacks and then came for partner pairings. It was all just meant to be. Okay. I want to Fantastic. see Trevor Gumby's tape. Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see yeah, that Maple and Lelo are just looking for the juice. <laughs> and there's none, Listen, eh? <laughs> everyone, everyone that's on the space is trying to get an insight as to this big, you know, production that has taken the uh, South Africa by storm. We've seen the presses, we've seen the articles, but we are in a Twitter space, so we gotta get some juice, you know. Um, Trevor, um, I'm going to actually come to you. Wait, actually, Lelo, let's open up the floor for maybe three questions that are directed to Ritabile from the people in the space. Um, so out of the people that have requested, there's Megan, there's Dwayne, there's Little Buckle. Um, so guys, please, if you have a question for Ritabile, Ritabile is a director and um, co-creator of the show. So if you, have a, if you have a question, please just request. I'm going to give you about 15 seconds to do that, and then we'll just pick at random. Um, so it will be a random, it's, it's a random draw. So we'll pick about four people to actually ask a question. Please keep your questions concise so that we can move on to the actors that are on the space and um, then open questions as well. So I've got three people that have requested. Okay, uh, Dwayne, welcome to the space. Dwayne, hi. Uh, let's start with Megan. Okay. Let me okay. find some. Huh? Let's go with Megan. Okay, Megan. No, Megan is requested, but I don't think Megan is through as a speaker. Let me add Megan as a speaker. Okay, my play, while you add them, Ritabili, I just have one question about, um, like, this season, how you guys were balancing comedy, and then there's romance, and then there's the serious stuff, like the loss that beauty was dealing with. Um, and, and, I, I, and I think, as I was watching, I saw 
especially Sandile's character. Like I felt like men, I feel like everybody, everybody else is having fun, but oh beauty, no, no, what's Sandile's character? They are, <laughs> yes, and Swoo, they have these serious, sad moments. Like there's a scene where they are in the bedroom and I was like, that that touched me. I was like, oh man, these guys are like, and and there's the scene in the bedroom, and then the scene at the beach. So how do you balance? Like you, one minute we're laughing, the next minute we all, the other minute we all wanting to cry because like we can, you know, we feel how how sad they are about their situation. Uh, I actually have a funny story about that. This season, uh, Kat and I co-directed some episodes, and um, I remember shooting a scene with Beauty <laughs> on the beach. That beach scene that we all that at the end and she turned to me and she's like you know I thought this was meant to be a comedy because <laughs> in every scene she's just crying um and I, w- what it means for us is that comedy celebrates all aspects of life uh drama is comedy uh and this show aims to show us the experience of black people and family be it with miscarriages be it with loss and the main theme of this season being loss um so Beauty and Spoo, we needed that kind of storyline. Uh, for us, it's not about having a laugh a minute or a gag per minute. It's about, you know, exploring issues, about daddy issues, whether it's about miscarriages, as I've said, whether it's about Dumi and her own deciding if she's toxic and who is she as a person, what does she want from relationships. Not so that, yes? Dumi is definitely toxic, so we will not <laughs> oh, have... No. Wow. <laughs> to me, it's definitely toxic. Like, um, and and the people that are on the space that say, "Oh no," but um, you know, on the second season, she was portrayed as somebody that brought along everyone, and 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 things ended up going well. I'm just like, that's like saying that you know what? I'm so glad that my cancer brought my family together. It's still cancer. No, it, to me, it's toxic. Oskam Chaja, please. <laughs> My play is Team Trala. My play is Team yeah, Trala. So, of course, she's, he's going <laughs> to think that. So, um, thanks. Thanks, Tabula. Oh, Kat is struggling a bit. I have even sent him a request to cause. I think he's struggling a bit with finding the right button to press. So, um, let's go to uh, some of the speakers that have joined. Mozondi, welcome. Do you have a question for the creators of the show? Mo? All right, we are struggling with these guys. Mrizo. Little Boko. Okay. Um, no, I don't ruin Christmas. I'll ruin Christmas on the 24th, and uh, probably I'll. Uh, I'm a close number one, right? And um, probably uh, there'll be a death expe- expected, or a death would happen. Just before Lenozide, just to to ruin really Christmas because let's say because it's so tweeny, right? You expect it to come back home, and um, once you come back home, there are certain things. Um, uh, family members they want you to come home, so it'll be like on the twenty fourth on the twenty sixth, yeah, well, but where the death which you guys are talking about, I would actually like as a script writer put into about okay you know what this is how you actually ruin christmas you ruin it on the 24th or on the 26th after the christmas yeah well so i don't okay. know if i'm 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you, my brother. Um, I'm, I didn't get to understand the question, but thank you for um, <clears throat> for that. Um, Maple? Um, I also, I, I, I think he has a problem with the fact that Chris, Christmas was re, re, um, ruined on Christmas, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, no, yeah, that's a, that's a big word. Um, okay, but I didn't quite get what where he was going with it. But because we're moving fast, Dennis, uh, Dennis, um, uh, welcome to the space. Do you have a question for Ritabil? Uh Yes, I do. Thank you so much for having the space and just creating this opportunity to engage with uh, the people behind How to Ruin Christmas. Um, Ritabile, from my side, I would like to ask you how, as a storyteller, um, how did Netflix help you in bringing all of the magic together? I know there's the great advantage of, you know, being in so many countries and it having this big um, broadcasting platform, so many people, but as a storyteller, how would you say they helped you bring, they enabled your vision, essentially? How did they, they help you do that? Well, firstly, I don't know that we have this kind of comedy series on any of the other broadcasters. So that's the first big thing that I'd like to put out. In fact, I think in, um, I don't know if it was last year, but uh, or the year before, the comedy category at the SAFTAs did not exist. And I was, you know, when, you know, when that year came out, I was like, this is crazy that we don't have comedies that are being nominated or not enough, not to say that they weren't, they weren't enough. And for us to be able to tell a story like this with Netflix has been incredible. They are super supportive and trust us to know what the market would love, know what kind of stories we want to tell. And I think that's exceptionally beautiful to have that sort of relationship. They, you know, they're not like our clients. We're like partners. And I don't just say that because I'm like, oh, you know, we have to say they are partners. They really, really are um, like people that are supportive, bounce off ideas off of, I mean, we shot during COVID, we shot during the KZN riots, and I don't think any other broadcaster could have supported us like they did uh, to bring the story to life and to make sure that everyone had a how to in Christmas season two. Um, so it's 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 a life-changing thing, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, we I get to write with amazing writers. I know Loazi's on this uh, space as well. And to be able to just do a 45-minute comedy drama is, I, yeah, it's it's been unheard of. And it's kind of been a thing. We started in sitcom. We started in the sitcom space. To be able to grow into this is very exciting. And to know that the world watches it is blows my mind every time I think about it. Thank you. Thank you, Ritabid. Um, Brentley, um, welcome to the space. Do you have a question for Ritabid? I just want to say congratulations and well done. The show was really good. I'm almost done with it, not yet at the end. But uh, I just like to say something that uh, maybe, uh, or also the languages that uh, I'm, re- I'm reading subtitles because I don't understand any South African languages other than English. Um, and I'm reading the subtitles and I noticed that there's like switches between uh, different South African languages and that's amazing and I love that. But it would also be nice maybe uh, in the future... Did we lose like... Can you no, no, he's still on my play. He's still here. Maybe we lost you. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as I was saying, uh, maybe in the future it would be nice to maybe see an interracial couple eventually, something like that. Yeah. 
maybe next season you see I will have a white girlfriend. Um, Retabile. I see. Kate, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kate you will have a white girlfriend. <laughs> a white, yeah, a white girlfriend. What you know, Jimmy? She's quite fluid in her ways. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I see. Kat has joined us. Kat, everybody's raving about the show. What um, what 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 does this season mean to you? I mean, it's been so exciting to just watch for from our perspective. I'm wondering what it's like for you guys watching our reaction to the season. Uh, hey everybody! Thanks for having us. Uh, this, it's been a bit of a technology. Uh, uh, hey guys! Hey, <laughs> hello. Who's that? I don't know who's here. On who's on here? Um, well, look. I think the just reading the you know reading the responses has been like it's overwhelming. Even though this is like the second season, um, to think that. You know, we set out to do this thing, and we we set this 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 bar for ourselves. And when it all comes to fruition, it's just like uh, it's it, it, sometimes a bit daunting um, seeing the overwhelming responses. But man, it's 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 just amazing. I, I I can't I can't express the feeling that that it brings um, to to see that you know the thing that we set out to do is actually the thing that is it's working you know and it's and it's um and it's and people are enjoying it and and yeah that's it's an amazing feeling thank you thank you kids i'm wondering what's next we've had a wedding we've had a funeral what's next guys what what is the next big black family event um i think you should tweet us let us know what you what you guys think they should be doing in the next season so is this is our writer's room started this is the new are, writer's are, room chat. Are you leading our writer's room? Look, I mean, the, the, the reality. This is, is my this is my audition into the writer's room. This is oh, Trevor, okay. by the way. Oh. This is Trevor. Trevor, are so, you trying to be a writer this season? Yes, you know I write very well. So. I'm in the Eastern Cape right now at my wife's uh, family home. I've noticed there's a lot of uh, mkitis. Mkiti is when uh, a boy returns from the mountain as a man. He goes to initiation school and he comes back from the mountain as a man. And this happens in December. So... How to Ruin Christmas Season 3 can be How to Ruin Christmas Foreskin Festivities. Wow. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Wow. <laughs> Look, the reality is, the reality is um, you know, if, if, we, if people just keep, keep streaming the show and, and um, uh, the more people that, that keep streaming it, hopefully Netflix says, you know, uh, let's do a season three. <laughs> I, I'd love for that decision to be um, decided by us, but, you know, that's not how these things work. Um, so as, as, as soon as that happens, if it ever happens, then Lelo, I think, will we'll lead you into the writer's room, uh, seeing as you've started this uh, conversation. Danke, danke. I'll be there. <laughs> Good so I I need to ask um, Trevor a question. Trevor, first of all, I thought you were writing your own script because Sia's character and the lines that he was saying and the wardrobe, the things he was wearing, 
just how much fun were you allowed to have with with that character? Uh, my directors, uh, Kat and Reti, gave me free range, but the script was written so well that I didn't even need to uh, uh, defer from it much. So the script as it is was perfect, and I followed scripts as much as possible. Reti will disagree, but we don't really listen to her because Kat is the captain of the ship. And then, wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, Katz has got a way of looking at you when you're done with the scene. That is, his eyes are full of disappointments, and you feel that you've done wrong. But Reti's eyes are full of you've got potential, so you feel kind of like, you know what? It's fine. I can do better on the next take. That's Guys, the different directing style. Very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> What's Please the Liverpool score? I will say yeah, this about Trevor. Um, I will say this about Trevor: that that when he wore the suit at the funeral with the button, that was all him. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've noticed that Sia has a thing that he does with his hands. So I love Trevor for bringing nuances to Sia. Like every every single actor here brought stuff that was not on the page um so i do want to say big ups to them they do i mean we're very strict on trying to stay on the words on the page and it's because lozzy and all of us like spend hours trying to you know come up with all the lines but we do give them some free reign uh i know uh aunt grace when she said black mamba dile no no that was all uh rami's doing none of that was ours including uh desmond wanting to go drink with the zulu men that was that was him that was all him <laughs> thank you thank you reti i just want to ask if any of the cast members are in the space because i've been trying to scroll down to find them so i can put them onto the stage if you here, please just uh, request to speak on the bottom left and then we'll put you up onto the stage okay my play i see we have some uh, people here that want to ask questions maybe we can give them time and then and then move on to the rest of the cast Hey, this is Megan. I had a quick question. Can I speak? Of course, Megan, go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, one question I always have is, for example, there are a lot of funny moments in this series. So where there's such times where the directors or the actors could, you know, could not hold or contain their laughter due to which their schedule got disrupted. Can you mention a couple of moments like that? Wow. Um, I'm going to defer this. I, I, I don't have a specific moment where we laughed, but I think part of uh, what I loved was making Grace look for scones. I think that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but I don't think it's ever distracted us. I'm going to pass to the actors. Were there scenes that we ever did that was like, yo, 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 we can't even shoot anymore? Or were we just like, shoot, shoot, shoot. These guys are professionals. Um, Rami, I'll come in with this one. There was okay. there was the one scene where we um, arrived for the funeral and we're all standing in line, um, and I think you can actually see it if you watch attentively. Swanky and I were meant to laugh in the scene, but we we were like corpsing. It, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> pretend laugh. We were like dead dead. Oh yeah, we shot that scene over two days, didn't we? Now it's all coming back to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Tando, was this when you were waiting for the for the body to arrive? This is when we were, well, Swanky and I were being instructed that um, we were going to wash the body. <laughs> and um, they were, she was telling Mom Charmaine's character off. And there's the one line where she goes, Tombstone already. And that became sort of like an inside, an inside joke of that Tombstone already <laughs> line. I definitely have to come in on this one. Tando, you're right. I can't, I just, I remember that day we just couldn't stop laughing. And I just, I think it was so amazing just getting the opportunity because we sort of like leave the scene at some point and we get to watch the other actors act. And I just think we just stood there just marveling at how hilarious the scene was. I think on that day I knew it's I. Lesson is a popa. Once, once, yeah. Definitely that scene. Awesome. Thanks, Hi. thanks, guys. Um, Rami? Yes, go ahead. I'm here. Yes. Um, hi. Hello, everybody. Um, thank you so much for watching the show. We had lots of fun shooting it. Uh, one of the scenes as well. Well, it is. It's part. It made part of the whole scene. I never laugh. I don't cops, guys. Sorry. Okay, someone is going to disagree, but I don't. But I remember everyone dying when we were singing. We sang a lot in the show. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and and there was a point where so much that we had tears in our eyes and it really looked like we are crying for Gogo but we were on the floor all of us because of the singing that was happening there even when when um, Nam Tembinyan Deni when she did that whole Ukololwami five times you know, at that point we were really really laughing and we were not supposed to laugh because we just like how the idea was to say how this Magogo doesn't stop singing but she was doing it so badly that we loved. She did it. Yeah, but this I have no so I was laughing. My- <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you that Mum Tembi did not know the words to that song? So what actually happened is we had to teach her the song <laughs> before we shot because I was shocked. I was like, "What do you mean?" And everyone was on there, and then we had to tell her that she has to lead it. So it was very, very funny. And 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 a, and a tidbit was she was only meant to like sing it twice, and then you know stop, and then you know Busi was meant to stop her, but she kept on doing it. So what you were seeing was like real. <laughs> Kat and I had to be like, okay, Kat, mom, please, you just have to do it twice. <laughs> So it was hilarious. I, I watched that scene about five, ten times because I just loved it so much. And how Ubabutwala was just, ah, mamngani, mamngani. he was so frustrated. And I see Saint has joined the space. So thank you for joining. I'm going to give um, Vuyo an opportunity to ask a question. Vuyo Mse, and then we'll, uh, we'll go to other speakers. Vuyo? Uh, hi, guys. Um, firstly, I'd like to say congratulations on an amazing show. I I enjoyed it, um, just like I did the first one. <laughs> you really took it up um, a notch this time. But my question is, the line, was it scripted? That is probably one of my video. favorite lines in the show. Yeah, but you you were busy saying children instead of men. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> banna, Vuyo, it's banna, not banna. Banna is children. Oh, it's banna. 
All right. Yes. Noted. Noted. Um, we cannot take credit for that line. That is all Desmond Dubé. Wow. It's it's a, it's a, he, he improvised part of a line where he just was meant to say he wants to go drink. And obviously being in KZN, I think he took yeah. liberty and we just kept it and it became a running gag. It's, and it's Rami's lying because she used to laugh all the time with scenes with Desmond. Oh, we we like one, we're gonna have to put the blooper reel out there because she mustn't act like she has <laughs> Please do. Please yeah, what happened, Rami, what happened when the, you saw succulent with the shower cap? I mean, we've got evidence of all this stuff. <laughs> Please well, put it out. Well, we didn't expect that because we knew succulent was there. But what we didn't expect was to see succulent in Grace's shower cap. Okay, <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> Yo, we lost all guys. Yeah, no, that was crazy. That was really, really crazy. Succulent Thank you very much. the show. Rami, while you're on the stage, I, I'm, I'm going to come to you now, Makambu Abongiwe. Rami, uh, the chemistry between you and your brother Shadrach, it was, it was in, like amazing. How did you guys get it so right? Did you guys like have to spend time together to get it right? Or you just, you just gelled? But I love seeing the two of you together. You know what? I think one of the best things with how to win Christmas, the wedding, was that we shot it in a bubble. And being in a bubble, it meant that we got to know each other even more. I mean, I've always known Des for, for a couple of years, you know, we've crossed paths here and there. But being in a bubble for the first series got all of us to get to know each other inside and out. And the funny thing is that for real, the Twilers, like then you'll find Saint with with uh, Mutazi, with Sandile, and they'll be like, they'll, they'll have their own thing of the Twilers. And the sellers as well. There was such great chemistry as well with Mom Clementine. Like we were like really, really, we started behaving like siblings. And being in that space for that time helped us build to, uh, help us have the great foundation that led to season two. Because by that time, we really knew how to finish each other's sentences. And we would like say, okay, this one, this is how we're going to say it. Ne? And then you must do this. And like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm going to do. But when I do this, then you must do that. And, I, and I'm so glad that it paid off. But I also think it's like the ability of just listening to one another and rubbing each other and uh, rubbing each other's uh, energy of, of ourselves and then just giving that positive, positive vibe and supporting as well. One of the things that uh, the producers got right is that they got a lot of lead actors. I think it's a bunch of lead actors playing amazing supporting roles. And when you've got people who understand that as much as I'm a lead, this time around, I'm a support, but you come with a with a with an attitude of a lead, and I think it brings more substance and more meat to what is trying to be uh, to be showcased and portrayed to the audience. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Rami Bongi. Well, let's come to you, and then I'm gonna hand over. I think I lost my play. My play's gone missing. Uh, Bongi, where you have a question? I, 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 I really, Sanmanani. I wish. And, and it's really not a question, but thanks, uh, Lelo, that they could keep Itambalama Khumsha, the three to five uh, for uh, my Reddington uh, Utreva, because I think that's the one thing that is so, so beautiful for me in that movie, along with the fact that there's only local music 
that is played and local fashion. I think I've seen some of it. But also to say, I have watched your work and it is beautiful to see you evolve into um, a producer and a creator. And to see that you guys are now giving even our children um, what we used to have growing up watching over this period. I used to watch um, Home Alone around this time and, and many other shows around this time. But finally, we have something that is authentic, that is truly South African and that our children can look forward to watching every year. But really, no question but to just say, I am obsessed with your show, especially the theatrics, Zaga Trevor, like I, he is my Redding Tinji. Up and down, straight up and down, inside and out. But thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Somebody okay, was swallowing. Did you guys hear that somebody swallowing? Or just me? It's just you, Sandile. <laughs> Let me come to you while you're on the stage. So when I watched, I saw, like, I noticed a bit of well, not a bit, a lot of growth between, you know, um, season one, Sandile, and season two, Sandile. Did you have, how did you, how did you prepare, like, for, for this particular season? Because I think you, like, a lot of people, like I said, I was saying, a lot of people were having a lot of fun, but you had, like, you had to cry even on the show. How was that for you? Um, You know, one thing that I'd like to, uh, hi, everybody. Hey, 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 what's happening? Everybody, everybody's good. Okay. Um, so just, I think the biggest thing is, is um, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful that uh, Burnt Onion put me onto this and um, allowed me to play with um, all these veteran actors. And on the show, I was the youngest one there and I had the, le- the least experience. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned, that I learned from being on this show is just how to play. You know, um, when you act, ultimately you are playing and you're having fun as you're doing it. And if you're having fun, then everybody else will be having fun. And people watching will also be having fun in it. And just just watching um, the veteran actors that are on the show and just learning from that. I mean, I was really, I was really watching. And I'd see how they'd play and how they'd, they'd take on their characters and how they'd really dive into them and leave their characters, their persons behind and really take part in this thing that's happening right now. You know, as, an, as a young actor, you have this thing of uh, being, um, I don't want to say afraid, but you just, you're constantly thinking and you're constantly saying, will I do this good? Will I do this great? Will I do this better? You know, that kind of thing. And because of the fact that I was with them there and they were just so, so, so generous in the way that they um, perform and the way that they, they give pointers and such, is that I learned how to, how to really let go and really be within the situation and really be within present in the moment. Um, with regards to the crying, hey, yeah, hey, I mean, it was written like that, you know, and so... We had to cry, you know. But uh, I think the biggest thing is just the present moment being in there. And Tando Tabete, she's such a brilliant actress. And she really, you know, like just uh, playing alongside her. Uh, we were just really feeding off of each other. And I could really be comfortable in letting go and really being in the moment. And so Smooth Twala and Beauty uh, Silo slash Twala, she, you know, they were written so beautifully that, you know, we could just let go of our own understandings and just really participate in, in, in what's happening in the situation. So as much as it was a comedy, uh, dramedy, uh, How to Win Christmas, The Wedding and the Funeral, I think that the biggest thing is that we, 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 we were allowed to let go and let the script do the talking. And so it was very easy for us to get to those places. Thank you, Sandile. And I, I hope next season, Usbu 
Hyman needs to stand up to his mom a bit more. The way the mother have talks you, to wait, 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 wait. Have you have you seen the mother? Have you seen the mother though? She's she grabs balls. She that she just like she she cure. I believe Spoo, I believe the fear in everybody's eyes in, in the Twala men because she will grab your balls, okay, and she will make sure that you don't speak to her in a specific way. So <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Thank you. Thank you, Sandile. Um. Maple, we've got some other speakers that would like to ask questions. Are you there, Maple? You've been quiet for very long. This is unlike you. I know you love attention. Where are you? Your he doesn't have a mic icon. He doesn't have a mic. Okay, no, he's still a co-host. Okay, Maple, when you can say something, please. Maybe you should leave the space and rejoin again, and then. Trying to call me while I'm doing a space. I don't understand. So let me go to um, beauty's. How and and I, and I heard earlier from Ritabili that you you struggled a bit. Well, really struggled, but you were asking Guti. This was supposed to be a comedy. And whenever I, I look at you and the shows that you do, you always cry. And I'm just like, Utando, how does the tears just come just like that? How was playing Beauty this season? Did you feel Guti the the struggles with you know the the loss of the baby was was um, how was that for you just generally? Um, yeah, I mean, you go into different roles and I mean, when you shoot How to Ruin Christmas, you hope to laugh and not cry, which is why I had that chat with Ritabila saying, I thought we're shooting a comedy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a loss. And I think the whole idea of this season is the fact that with tears comes laughter and with laughter comes tears and vice versa and beauty. And we were going through what they were going through. Did I find it hard? Absolutely. I mean, there were some moments... You want to hit, you know, all the right beats. You want to emote correctly. And there's sometimes where as an actor, you overthink it. I mean, I remember one scene with Sandile, we literally had to jump up and down the bed just to remind ourselves oh, yeah. to be present in the oh, moment yeah. Oh, yeah. and to understand yeah, yeah. that, you know, when the emotions come, they'll come and to trust the process and to trust what's meant to be happening. Um, so it's not always easy. Um, it sucks that I always have to cry. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Tando. My heart hurts whenever you, whenever I see you cry because you know I got love for you. And I'm like, oh, why is Charlotte crying? <laughs> All right, I see we've got um, Alfie. You have a question for the the the, the guys, Mr. Um, I actually I actually don't have I actually don't have a question for the guys, but I want to I want to speak of um, my love for Rami and me having worked with her. All right. Um, Urami has come here and she sold very beautiful PR about herself, you know, and how she works. So I um, worked with Rami on a different production elsewhere. And um, and I'm afraid to say this, but that one day um, I served um, the team edibles, right? Edibles. Uh, <laughs> on set and, and, and she decided not to have so I, I gave everyone edibles and said guys this is going to help you guys enjoy yourselves and all that sort of stuff and we were dead for a good seven hours alright um, Urami is 
so incredible in her craft. Um, she keeps it together. She is so strict in, in how she wants things done. She knows what she wants, when she wants it. Um, and, and she's able to command all the different factors of the production team, whether it be set, uh, wardrobe, whether it's this and that and that. She is 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 crazy, but you will be laughing so hard. So I, I was I, I was like in the background background, but Uran was able to command all of that. So um Rami, please don't tell people that you do not laugh on set. Please don't tell people that you are serious. Please, please, please. I have worked with you before and it's an amazing pleasure to work with you, but it's crazy. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go because I'll start naming things. Yo, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Rami, please defend yourself. Defend your honor. <laughs> Rami, are you there? I think yes. she was disconnected. Oh, disconnected. And I knew I heard <laughs> something about me. Sipo, what did you say? Something you probably <laughs> said no. I know. What did you say about me? I don't know. I can't believe I missed it. And something said, "Oh no, he's gonna go and he's gonna go in." Please repeat some of the things you said. I know you went in about me. What did you say? All I said. I said all I said was. People. All I said was. Yeah. I, all I said. I. I just. I. I said the truth. Right. I'm not gonna say where we were. And I'm not saying I'm not gonna say what happened, but there was that one day when I was serving edibles to the production team. All right, <laughs> and all of us, <laughs> and all of us were gone, and you were the only person who said no. I'm not gonna have anything, ne? But all of us were gone. But um, mm. I think I was I was I was really I was really taken aback by how professional you were um but moreover by how you know every aspect of production so you know what wardrobe needs to do you know what makeup needs to do you know what transport needs to do you know what the catering team needs to do you know every layer of production and and that for me was like i I was so blown away i was just like no but you're just here to act babe like how do you know what everyone has to do and 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 that for me was was so humbling um because afterwards we had a debrief and you you literally sat us down you said "Uh uh-uh you were wrong here this is what you had to do you were wrong here this is what you had to do so um but also, instead of telling us that in a very serious and very, like, you know, authoritative form, you were laughing in our faces and we were all crying. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. It's been an amazing yeah. pleasure to so work much. with you. It was amazing Thank- to work with you, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you're you, right. Sipo. Thank you. Oh, awesome. So, um, <clears throat> Mutati, I think... I would like to hear from you and Saint because I think Saint is having connect- connectivity issues. I'm going to come to you now, Nish, after Mutlati. But I want to ask Mutlati, you Twalas, I felt like the Twalas were so insensitive, throwing around, ooh, baby shaka, shaka, this shaka, this shaka, boom, boom, boom. Whereas, ooh, beauty on the side is struggling with the fact that she lost her baby. Um, Mutlati, are you there? Yeah, what's up? Hi, everybody. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Look, man, um, I think 
September, I mean, he's got issues, I think, because he's the firstborn, right? And so now when Spook came through, I think the attention kind of moved away from him. And with Shaga coming into the space, so I think maybe he's trying to reclaim uh, the being firstborn or the center of, att- of attention, you know? Um, and and it's, it's a pity shame that Buddha lost, you know, um, Umduan. But I mean, it's okay. We also have gained um, a, a king here, you know. And so it was, it was quite very, it was, was, was <laughs> it was fun to play that kind of space, you know. I'm, I'm being a parent and just running away from, from alcohol and trying to avoid it. And in fact, substitute alcohol with this kid and the love for, for, for this king that he got, you know. Um, yeah, but I, I really enjoyed uh, being being part of, of season one and two. You know, I, I just think Timber is so interesting. And, and yeah, man, I, I actually loved playing with everybody. I think we had more laughs on, on, on set. Um, um, every time we're shooting, everyone was just cracking up. You know, I think I'm the most professional in the space. You know, like I'm there on time and I'm, I know all my lines and, you can ask you can ask ask he'll tell you Gatley, tell them I mean he's uh, you know <laughs> I had I had some key is the one who struggles with time please let the other actors Swanky Barikwena, who's like, who's got issues with time? Eh, eh, look at Gaiti Tabate. Did you cry at Gaiti Tabate? No, guys, come on, come on. The no. streets are talking. <laughs> no, the streets must not talk. Um, definitely not. Um, I think what was nice, <laughs> no, and I don't struggle time. I think what's nice, though, is that, um, on the set, we kept each other accountable, which was fun um, because we spent a lot of time together, specifically in like bubble one. And we would laugh together, cry together, party together and work together. We always knew that we had to be on time together. So if there was a day where, um, I don't know, Busi or Tando slept in late, it was always like a phone call away or Mutati, you know, I don't know, was just reading his script all night like he is the professional that he says he is. Um, we would wake him up um, later on. So, yeah, I think it was nice. So even if there was a time issue, it was always nice because there was accountability amongst the cast, but not only that amongst the crew and the cast because we're not just bonded as the cast, but as a crew as well. So, yeah. But Thank you, Swanky. All right, Nish, let me come to you. You've got a question for the team. Hey everybody. Um, thank you so much for an incredible show. I've been looking forward to the next one since the one last year. It's the best show that Netflix local has ever given us, and keep doing it and Bend onion, keep burning those onions because we love it, we love it, we love it. Um, my big thing is, and my favorite, Batumki, Minister Twala, Minister, Mr. Minister Twala. I just feel like I want to see more of his influencer career. I feel like from last year, you know, there was a little bit of a snippet of how much of an influencer he is. We need to see him unboxing, we need to see him doing it for the gram. 
for the next one, please, I think that he's ripe and ready to represent as the influencer. So, Mr. Twala, I don't know what's happening with your connection, but I want to hear about your plans to be the influencer of note. He's oh, here buddy. and he's got a suit <laughs> for the commission and they won't let him, Smu won't let him Mr. wear his suit. Mr. Twala, saying, are you able are you to here? speak to us? He is here. Saint, unmute yourself. Let's just hope uh, you want oh, to the meeting. Oh, Chief. I'm going to Hey, Chief, you see, this, this thing is making a Mickey Mouse out of me now what because you see, I'm not in the Twala mansion there where the Wi Fi is flying through the rooms. I'm in Makaya's there where the, the, hey, the Wi Fi is making a Mickey Mouse here for me. All protocol observed. Did you hear the comment? That... <laughs> uh, uh, you will remember that uh, I've already done that in season one. That. Uh, <laughs> As the most senior member here, you you will hear from me, not the other way around. You have asked the wrong question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Saints. Um, I, I I loved 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 your scenes. I think my favorite scenes from the show are all from you and your lines. We are ministers. We don't pay taxes. The pay, the taxes pay us. What? Yes. Um, I, I mean. What were your favorite moments from <laughs> filming this season? Hey, you know what, Ne? I, I had I, I looked at this and I thought that this question might might come up, but hey, I had so much fun referring to that. I don't know which one to say. I could single out one and say whatever. It was laughing. I came home with a six pack from laughing so hard for every single day that we are on set or offset. So, but yeah, hey, hey, hey. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I know it's, it's a very difficult question because I also can't pick one because you had so many good good scenes and lines. But I think your your relationship with Usia on the show, yeah. um, you guys were just my favorites. And maybe Trevor can also comment about how you guys got got you know all that all that going on. Uh, maybe you can talk a bit about your scenes with U Trevor. Um. You know what, Nam? Since season one, the wedding, and and up until uh, the funeral, you, you, um, you will remember that uh, my relationship with Usia has always been that one in Zima. We always at each other's throats and doing whatever. But then, then came the one scene in in the funeral where we actually came together and we're not fighting, and we saw each other as men. We saw saw each other as as people, and. I think shooting that for me was quite lacquer because it was also a chance. I've never seen that. Guys, did I lose Saint or is it just, is he gone? Oh, I, I thought it was my wife. I, I thought it was me. So Saint, oh. Saint is definitely gone. Um, Tando, while we wait for, uh, for Saint and I'm going to go to. I've added him Nick. back on. Okay. Oh yeah. Thank you. Co-host. You see, this yeah, is why I'm going to be in the writer's room. Cause you are a co-host <laughs> in my space. 
Clearly, clearly. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah, the thing is showing me ministerial state capture flames here, yeah, man. Yeah, she is a lagazondo. Welcome back, thank you. You wanna finish off what you were saying? Yes, I was saying that um the most important for me, I think the most nicest scene with Trevor is the one where we're standing on the balcony. And that was the first time I've ever seen Trevor serious and crying. So for me, that goes down in history as the best, 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 best moment of 2021. And they did it in one take. Can I just point it out? Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was amazing. I actually had to watch that twice, the rewind to see, is Trevor really crying? And then, of course, he still had to talk about the gold after after all of that crying. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> all right, let me go to... Sorry to interrupt. There's actually a scene that uh, Trevor and I were, were talking about. The scene in the like, the last episode where he was talking about, you know, and he was actually crying when the cameras were not on him. And I remember that. Like, we all, yeah, we were all saying... <laughs> Trevor, no, don't take it there. The cameras are not on you right now. And he cried and he cried and he sat down. He's like, they're not on me? What the hell? And when we did the take again, he couldn't bring himself there. And he was like, I hate this show. I hate everybody here. He was just so pissed. (laughs) Trevor must go to Tando for crying lessons. Oh, stupid me, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone. Um, Let me go to, I want to give the guys, I am Khotato. Do you want to... Uh, ask a question to the guys, Potato. All right, I'm not sure what's happening with Potato. Muzi, Magongo. Kosazare, Sanbona, Sanbona. Sanbona, Bab. Eh, Kosiyamka, Kempela from season one, in season two, Kani Shabulukale. Um, I was just chilling among and Bami. Lighting pieces, and um, <clears throat> three parts. Um, after Umama, Minister <clears throat> Amoshe, Amakanda, Minister Asatu Sawalungis, and a Payana by Walula, Kuluku and Gelumfana, Passapakaluba Pizen Petin, and then we say, Minister, I actually don't know. Do you know actually you are your your favorite son? And then he pauses, he pauses, and then after he says, "But don't tell your brother." <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, can seven zile. Ah, kubega ni sinani. Eh, shanesega. Eh, tulena yase South Africa. O anya ni se au shiganja lube plaun siabom. How Sabonga Sabonga is from Switzerland, but uh, I have relatives in Kawini and Bangini, so yeah, I'm both sides. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Muzi, for that. Um, let me go to um, CEO Toz. Hi, CEO Toz. I don't know if that's your name. No? 
Okay, I'm going to remove you from the speakers then. Um, Tando, let me come to you. I have a question about... Um, um, like you doing comedy, this is comedy, and then there are other genres. Just like, what's your preference in terms of you know the, the kind of stuff that you enjoy working on? Or are you like, I can do whatever, just give me a script and I'll do it? Um, I mean, yeah, it, for me, is if a character resonates with me, then I'm happy to do it. But I mean, with How to Ruin Christmas, it's sort of a, a mixture of both. Uh, Beauty was dealing with miscarriage, which is a reality for a lot of women throughout the series and as much as it's comedy she's playing the comedy but underneath all of that is darkness so it's what i think makes the story so true and i think it was important that sandy and i are honest to that because it's a reality for a lot of people um but in terms of characters that i choose it's it's whatever resonates with me and whatever whatever seems truthful love that thank you um, do you have a question? Um, like I, uh, sorry, man, space, man, earlier. Data if it's a fail, I'm like, how? How about really? <laughs> um, good afternoon, good evening, actually. I uh, hope you guys are having a good time to all the speakers and to all the listeners. And thank you to the host and co host for hosting such an interesting space. You know, I loved the first show. Oh my goodness, I've not watched the second show yet, but I'm sure if it is something as the first one, I'm going to definitely enjoy it. Um, for me, what got me or what actually just because I was watching the, the show with, with family, right? And we're busy watching and then Shumo Tobutimautu are coming in and then this guy would disappear. I'm like, yo. I'm looking around, I'm looking at my sister, I'm looking at myself, I'm looking at my other sister, Grau, I was more hectic. The situation is so, but this guy will not Um, I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I, I have no words but to say, I can't wait to watch the next one. <laughs> Thank it you. It was beautiful. Thank you so much, Khotato. Truly, uh, 100% Mzanzi content. And, um, I, yeah. Thank you very much. I'm lost for words. And thank you again for this opportunity. It's not often that you come and actually get a chance to speak to, you know, people who create such beautiful content. And thank you to Twitter Spaces for giving us this wonderful opportunity. Thank you, guys. Keep on doing the great work. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. You're welcome, Khutato. And go watch season two. <laughs> Kanti hasn't watched Joe. So, Kat and Ritabile, just one other question about there was I, I almost felt I, actually this is this this is um true for all the 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 Netflix shows that are you know um South African. I kind of feel like there's a conscious decision to showcase a bit of South Africa in the shows. Is that a deliberate thing? Because I, I I love like you know how you guys are showcasing the ocean and Durban and Joburg. Is is there a conscious decision to say we're gonna be sh- through these shows well i think i mean it's it's the whole point of the show is to show christmas in south africa so we have to show south africa and the first season we all saw how we showcased like the west cliff it was mostly a johannesburg based story mostly also because we shot during like when we were in level four of COVID last year so we had to keep it quite contained 
we were very excited for season two, the funeral, because we knew we were able, we were going to be able to, you know, go out there a little bit, and we get to go home uh, to Gogtwala's home. And I think it was important to show you the the aspects of the Twalas, which is their beach house, but then to still go to the rural areas. But the rural area still represented what home is. I remember in when we first showed season one, when season one came out, there was a comment on Twitter that someone was like, how guys, a South African, how guys, but is this really Johannesburg? And then, you know, I was like, what does this mean? And it's like, I've never seen Johannesburg like this. And I think that's the beauty of being able to tell these kind of so- stories is because we get to show the full beauty of what this place is like and the different spaces that we're in. That was my first time in Inanda when we shot there. And I was like, this is crazy. I've, I've, I've didn't even know you could get a house like this in Inanda. Um, and that's for me is important then to show the rest of the world um, and the rest of South Africa. We, we take for granted that we don't even get to travel our own country. So just to be able to show that off is really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Um, Rifilwe Ramukhase, I know you have a question before I move on to Loazi. Loazi is one of the writers on the show. Rifilwe? Yeah. First things first, I think it's just worth congratulating, I would say, everybody involved in this, from the writing team to the actors and actresses to the production company for what I truly believe is possibly the best single show I've watched that has come out of the country. So congratulations to you all. It is hugely enjoyable, and it's not often that you come across a season two that actually possibly surpasses a season one. So in and of itself, that is a huge feat. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, I just wanted to ask something which made me kind of laugh, right? Like Richard Mkise, out of curiosity from the writing room, who is the inspiration for all of this flowery language? Is that Steve Compella? Just curious. Loazi, I think you should take this one. See, now things are going to get interesting. The inspiration was our producer saying he must speak in Proverbs and then writers being like, uh, what? <laughs> that was the inspiration for everything. Um, and it was really us sitting in the room thinking of things that make absolutely no sense. But if you think about it really hard, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and so that was really that was really what it was. It wasn't really based on anyone real. It was based on just trying to give this character his own voice and his own vibe and um, making him, you know, I mean, this is the man who got Goko. That's not a regular Schmegula man. So just to make him really memorable and interesting um, as an addition to the to the cast. He made zero sense, but we loved everything he said. <laughs> he I take right. much on top he of him makes on perfect that. Sense. <laughs> yes, it makes maybe perfect we should, sense. Maybe we should time. release uh, um, um, Babu Kiza dictionary, uh, Loazi and Reti. Uh, I think so. Can understand, um, <laughs> but every everything that he said uh, was said with intention, and we spent like we spent a lot of time trying to come up with those idioms. So <laughs> as much as it seems like it doesn't make sense, it actually does. I just want to step in here as well. And I think Busi is actually in the space, our infamous Dumi. Um, yeah, just wanted to say shout out. I think she joined. 
please abusi please request to speak there's a mic on the bottom left you just click on it and it will send me a request i need to hear from you because you were like yo okay busi needs to come on busi please request to speak we need to have you on to the stage all right um i think we've got uh simpiwe um sim matibela do you have a question for the team Simpiwe. Okay. Let me come to a red rose. Thank you. Evening, everyone. Um, my question is for Tando. Um, I just wanted to find out um, what did you do to prepare, you know, for the whole um, storyline of beauty uh, having a miscarriage. I know it wasn't really like um, they didn't go into depth about it, but you gave us enough for us to kind of be like, um, to kind of be happy with, okay, we understand what happened and all that, but what did you do to prepare for that? And by the way, I love your acting. You are like amazing. Just say. Oh, thank you. Um, I think what was really beautiful with this season is we all got to really know our characters. And I think with the season, we proper dived into what's actually happening in our individual characters' lives. Even though, again, I'll say on the surface, it looks like comedy, but what's actually happening is actually a lot of drama in these people's lives. One is literally being chased by the Hawks. Um, the other one is dead. The other one has got love problems. She's actually probably has an issue with loving herself, that being Dumi. Um, Swoo is going through a miscarriage. Um, Mutlatsi's character is a recovering alcoholic. So on, literally, I think on the, on the base of what our characters are created of, it's all drama. And having known our characters from season one, I think is what helped us bring life to this season so what I did is just be present and I think I learned a lot from that in this season just not overthinking it and just being beauty um, and I think in the first season she seemed very frivolous but there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of pain um, that she carries and you see that come through I think in season two thank you Thank you, Red Rose, for your question. Um, while I add the next speaker, guys, I'm so sorry. I've lost my co-host, Maplay. I have no idea what happened, but he's struggling to rejoin. Busi, if you are in the space, I can't see you. But Kat, if you do see her, please try add her on as a speaker so we can bring her onto the stage. I would love to hear from Busi. Luazi, um, I need to to find out from from the writers, like which characters did you have? Did you guys have the most fun writing lines for? Um, I, I've already mentioned Uguti Uvusi, Vustwala, Sia Twala, I, yeah. And U, Grace and Desmond, like they were like uh, amazing. What what characters did you guys have the most fun with? You know, it, it sounds how it sounds, but honestly, I think all of the characters have such different things about them that make them funny that it makes writing for all of them and really enjoyable because they all have things about them that are just very, very different. Like personally, which he's a complete opposite to me, but I love writing for the minister, like all of his like double speak and all of the, the comrade stuff. But he's like also just trying to keep the thing together at the same time. Like that's really funny. Do me. We just love, I mean, I know people are like, Oh, someone wrote, um, Oh, the show just started. Do me is already sworn. Amazing. 
and just getting to like have Dumi say things and just do things that are not you know typical of how specifically black women I think all over the world are are depicted on on screen just someone who is chaotic and just is who she is but has a big heart and tries and sometimes she fails and sometimes she succeeds like we really really love that about her so like all the characters even you know um with her mom and everything else with 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 Dineo Dini um you know the things that she says to her daughter and how you know she tries to bring god into everything like all of it all of it's a lot of fun and all we can hope is that we pass it on to the actors and they have just as much fun with it which um it looks like they did um so all of them just are so different from each other that it's it's so much fun writing for the all of them because we can say the things that we can't say in real life we can say them through the characters which is great yeah, you guys had so much fun writing that script. We can tell. Saint, did we? Did you have a specific minister in mind when you were doing your 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 acting for this particular show or not? Because someone sent me a message saying, "Is in Balula." But I'm about to say to guys, I know. Silence. He cannot. The mic is off. It's because you're being controversial, Lelu. <laughs> okay, maybe you guys can tell me. Uh, okay, there he is requesting again. No, no, there because... he is. <laughs> All right. Um, Lucia, while we wait for Saint, Lucia, you have a question? Hi, hi, everyone. Um, So I don't necessarily have a... Well, actually, maybe now I have one question, but I just wanted to firstly say well done to everyone. I think it was a beautiful, beautiful... Um, um, not sure, but I heard something about Mbaks there. So, Minister Twala in yes, my mind, yes. Minister Twala in my mind is a connection, is a collection of Mbaks, uh, Gwede, uh, Kikaba, all rolled in one. Okay. Uh, I would just like to add the views expressed by the actor are not necessarily the views of the producers. No, no, this is all in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me put a disclaimer also. Thank you. Thank you. At least we have an idea of what you put together. I think it begins really with, um, yes, we give a lot of credit to the actors, but I think, you know, also being a writer, hint, hint, Reti, remember I told you, also being a writer, I know how difficult it is uh, to come up with, with stuff and make it make sense, make it make it be funny. And also just like, I mean, you know, hey, people suffer for lines. And I think the, the team of Bent Anion, Mulo Azikaufel and everybody that's involved, Reti, everybody. I think, guys, you are kudos to all of you for, for giving us a Bible to work from. I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, not so good scripts that actors can maybe bring to life. But when a script is like so well written, it really, really does make it uh, much easier for you as an actor to put to put your best and try and make uh, and bring this thing alive, you know. So yeah, kudos to all of you. I'm super proud of the Rama Pakelas. I'm super proud of Albatung. Albatung. Netflix is Look at us. We are in. We are in. Sorry, finish. I think he was going to say where we stay. We're in space. <laughs> the the most tough space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
thank you. Really I think I think from yeah, he's muted. Maybe he must unmute himself to continue speaking. I don't know what happened there, but um, yeah, thank I'm you, Rama Pakela. Yes, I think yes, you guys, right. you guys did a thing. Um, Saint, are you still are you still here? Unmute yourself because I wanted to say to you, yes, um, this is not about how to ruin Christmas, yeah. But thank you for beating up Ukele on the other show as well. Hallelujah! What a pleasure that was. <laughs> Ah, wrong space, Lelo. <laughs> <laughs> wrong my Twitter space. Excuse me. Excuse me. I mean, hello. Hello. Lelo, I, you're I, fumbling I, the bag, babe. Fumbling the bag. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me give let me give Lucia, one of the, the speakers, an opportunity to ask a question before I, I fumble the bag. <laughs> Lucia? Cool. Thanks, Lemo. Thanks. Um, so I was just saying that, uh, firstly, I want to say congratulations to everybody. I think it was a beautiful story um, that that we that you you brought to our homes. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not every time where you look at a South African story. And I was so frustrated. I have to say, last year where I was watching this and it was three episodes, and I was like, how can they give us just three episodes? That doesn't make sense. And then I was literally looking forward to watching it again. <laughs> To watching it again this year and I was like why four episodes again but but I have to say I mean each episode comes with its own emotions with its own laughter which is and and, and it's it's just beautifully written and it's it's fun it's fun and it's funny right it's fun to watch and I mean I even converted uh my partner I mean how, we didn't watch he didn't watch the first season and I was like we're watching season two and we had to start all over again and watch season one first then he was hooked by the time we got to season two and he was like yeah I love this guy I love this guy and I just want to say uh, to Trevor Gumbi there's a part where uh, where he comes home to fetch Gobo Spirit and he has the twig uh, I don't know how many times you repeated this part where his brother like hits I think it's saying to hits his hand and then the twig falls away and Trevor is like ma and like and, and like stares at, at this twig and we are all laughing and it's just a, re a repeat of that one particular scene i mean there's tons of others um uh, that i can go through but I, I i think maybe this question is i don't know if it's to the writers or whoever in the cast i guess that can answer this but, but uh the one thing that's maybe driving us a little bit mad in my in my household is why did gogo die in the car why couldn't she she at least walk in the house and then have one final moment with everybody and tell the family how uh, Dumi gave her the best moments of her life and then die. Like, I feel like uh, that moment, like the family... Lucia, that, Lucia, yes, how are we going to yes. have a second season? How are we going to have a <laughs> second season? Now all the episodes are finished. Like, one episode. over. Like, now you just, like, first scene, you just, like, killed the whole show. For Jimmy to be in trouble, okay, I guess so. But for me, it was like, oh, no, everybody didn't get their last moment and then she just died. And <laughs> I think that for me, it was just bothering us. But I get it. It's about Jimmy being in trouble. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. <laughs> there would be no show. There would be no show if she died in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm saying she could have still went and did her thing and then died at, at home versus like her dying in the car. But but nonetheless, I'll I'll let it go. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Again, Mama Bansula. 
I'm a pantula dying cars. She live, she's a pantula for life, so she dies in cars. I All guess right. so. <laughs> I guess so. Cool. All right. Thanks, Thank thanks you for the opportunity. Cheers. You're welcome. Lerato, let's come to you. Hi. Good evening, everyone. Thank you uh, to Ms. Lelo for organizing this space. And thank you to everyone who's here. I, I actually thought Lelo was just doing this, you know, um, but I'm actually pleasantly surprised to see some of the cast members and the writers as well. First of all, let me just say thank you so much for creating a piece that in terms of proximity, you know, it, it, it just takes 100%, you know, having to watch a Christmas production that is so close to proximity in terms of South Africa, our, you know, our everyday lives and all of that. So that's really amazing um, because, I mean, growing up, we watch Christmas uh, movies and all, and most of them were really far removed you know, it was about the snow and this and that and that. So to have How to Ruin Christmas um, be um, a story that really resonates so strongly with almost every South African, um, the jokes, you know, the issues, the family dynamics, the drama, everything. So for me, I feel like it was beautifully written, uh, written and so immaculately executed by the cast. Um, very, 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 very wonderful production. I enjoyed the first season last year and I really, um, it was one of those that I said when my niece came back from varsity and I had other nephews and so on during the holidays, we just all used that to spend quality time together and watch together and we laughed and, you know, and we could see some of our family members through the cast members, you know, and, and that's what I love about How to Ruin Christmas is that you could virtually see some people that you know or even yourself from the cast members I saw a bit of myself from Dumi as well where is she <laughs> why is she not here <laughs> I was I used to be a Dumi but I'm <laughs> I've since repented oh, praise the Lord <laughs> but anyway <laughs> Guys, I don't want to go on and on and on, but I just want to say it's really wonderful where we are um, currently in terms of um, how we're telling our stories as South African. So authentic and so relatable. And I feel like this is it, you know, and I know that you guys work very hard to make it look this simple. And I don't want to take that for granted. However, I'm just saying to have stories that really look so natural. And, and resonate so easily with uh, us uh, South Africans and still have people outside of South Africa, by the way, because when I was in Accra, the same thing though, when I was with my colleagues, they enjoyed watching and it was nice to also in a way school them about some of um, the cultural background that was informed by some of the scenes that took place uh, within the film. So I think it's, it's, it's really a very, very phenomenal uh, piece. So well done to the writers and also well done to the actors. And I wish to see more seasons. I wish Netflix uh, and, you know, does this, uh, it becomes, you know, 
a Christmas thing almost annually. Let's not run out of it. If not, then we create another thing, like a similar one. Um, let's um, have holiday stories and all manner of other stories. And I think what I also like about it is the balance. You know, uh, it doesn't narrate, it doesn't bring out or highlight the narration of Africa or South Africa and, um, you know, with just the negative and soapy a narrative that that's usually uh, uh, preconceived um, on the global platforms. You know, it it, it brings out about um, a story of a very evolved um, African. You know, some of the issues that the characters are facing in the film are not necessarily where we've been around the fireplace. Uh, in the bushes, uh, having wild animals as pets. It's it's not coming to America vibes. I'm sorry for mentioning that, but Definitely I just had to not. just so that so that I should just lend. You know, I just appreciate how it's bringing out something very refreshing for for the global audience as well. In a way, um, I know that some of the people that are outside of South Africa are, are beginning to actually see us or view us in a different way because of such productions. So kudos to Netflix and, and all these other platforms for making sure that we've got such productions available. I'm not against the old folk stories, by the way, they are still part of us. Oh, sorry, I'm not against that, but I appreciate the fact that at least Honale lead these new parts that represent, you know, Generation yeah, when I know. Sorry, Lelo asks everyone. Verbal diarrhea. Bye. <laughs> you are having too much fun. You are having too much fun. But thank you, girl. Thank you so so much for your contribution. And we're so glad that you love the oh, look at me saying we as if I'm part of the show. I'm not part of the show, guys. Like I'm not even being paid for this space. So anyway. Um <laughs> let me go to um Lindy Way. I know Lindy Way has a question. But before Lindy Wei, while Lindy Wei prepares for herself, is Swanky still here? Yes, she is still here. Swanky, you were acting alongside Charmaine. I regard Charmaine as one of the veterans of this industry. How was that like? What What was that like? Ah, oh, that oh, that experience was beautiful, Lelo. It was literally amazing. I think Sandile touched on it earlier um, when he had said that it was so nice to get on set and just watch the veterans work. I think um, as young actors in the industry, and I consider myself a young actor in the industry, it's always important to look at those that have been doing it longer than you. And Shemaine has definitely been doing it longer than me. So acting alongside her was like being in school. And acting alongside the other veterans was literally like being in school. And the nice thing about the older um, actors in the veterans of the show is that they always come to me and go, Shamina always come to me and say, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know. And she'd be like, and what that did is it just made me comfortable to play. Uh, so yeah, just in, in short, it was amazing. I'd do it over and over again. Love it. Thank you so much. And I think Saint had the, the best time <laughs> working alongside um Shemaine as well. I'm gonna give um Lindy an opportunity to ask a question. Hi Lindy. Hi, I'm calling from Berlin. Thank you so much for this Twitter space. It's been so entertaining and it's so wonderful that we get to actually celebrate and actually talk about um the show because it's such a authentically South African comedy. And, you know, as a writer, I can just say kudos to the to the writing team as well. 
Tondo, you know I love you and adore you. <laughs> My question love is to, sorry? I was saying I love you too. <laughs> Uh, my question is to the writers, anything that you wrote in the script that changed on set that you were just like, oh, we have to we have to do a big shift here. And if there wasn't anything that you can think of, can you give some advice for up and coming TV writers? Because TV is a different beast. Again, thank you. Congratulations to the cast, crew and creators. Thank you so much, Lindy. I suppose. Um, the biggest kind of changes came with the fact that we had uh, lockdown happen while we were shooting. I think it was our third wave. So a lot of the locations that we wanted to shoot a lot of the scenes in, we had to adapt and change. Um, we wanted to shoot uh, on the pier in Durban, but, we, you know, we weren't really allowed to be in those spaces. So like um, Kaya and Dumi's proposal, I mean, not proposal, breakup ends up happening right on the beach, which wasn't something we planned, but actually worked out better than I think what was on the page. Um, I think in terms of TV writing, it's, it's a collaborative effort. We sit in rooms for hours upon hours going through those episodes. I mean, our process is generally, we beat out the episode together, then we the writer goes off to go write it out and then we come back into a room and we essentially just gag polish and we come up with all the lines that each of these characters do. It's, it's quite, it's exhausting. I must say um, <laughs> it goes on. It's it, like every episode takes about a day to sort of beat out and get to a really, really great place. Um, but there wasn't anything major or big that we had to change the season. Thank goodness. And I suppose we get very strict with the words on the page and the script. Um, Johnny Babuzano is our head director basically for the show and we're always behind his back saying make sure everyone says the words and you know once that happens and the magic really comes and then people can play but thank you so much for your kind words I mean just to add to that I think there is there was a, a lot of shift that we actually needed to to make because you know we were navigating this whole uh, COVID situation right so that actually had an impact even in our story. Uh, some of some of the actors here uh, caught. Uh, it's no longer a taboo, so I, I guess we could speak about, you know, you, you catch COVID. And because everybody's here, you survive. <laughs> I see Tando's putting a hand up. Uh, because everybody's here and just survived, and you've got to be grateful for all that. But what it meant is that we had to pivot um, with the script. So we had the core script. And then we had these production issues. Um, so you have situations like, um, fun fact, Trevor Gumby is not actually in the scene where um, Gogotwala's body is being cremated. Um, that had to be do done in post-production because um, he was off set and couldn't shoot for that part. And um, the other, the other uh, sort of characters that we had to write out of scenes or kind of like pivot the script in order to still make it work that you guys will never notice um, um, because we had such a great, you know, production team and, 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 and post-production team to, to, to make things work. Um, and we were obviously just having to write on the fly, um, myself and Reti at points, uh, because, you know, because we had to, we had to navigate around this, this, this thing that we still don't understand today. 
Um, so I think those were the biggest challenges. But other than that, yeah, as Rutabile said, like most of the things were on, on script. I know if the actors wow. want to say something to that. Yeah, Tando. Um, yeah, I mean, I was very nervous watching the very first time because I could actually place where we were. So like sometimes I'm like, oh, we went there. Uh, and then I had to rewatch to say, okay, as a viewer, it's something you would never, ever notice. But um, a few of us did get COVID um, to a point where everyone left us uh, <laughs> and we were so stuck in Durban. Oh, my God. Then, oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah. So Sandy and I were, were stuck. Saint, I think, was also there. Uh, and then everybody came back and we, we reshot some of the stuff that we did. Uh, but it's beautiful that you actually can't see that that watching. But there's some scenes where you think we're in Durban, but we actually in Joburg. Yeah. Wait. Tando, so you and Sandile, because you were kissing, caught COVID somewhere along shooting. <laughs> um, no, so I got COVID in the scene with Papa, where um, Papa was arriving in KZN. I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. Uh, and then I imagine I probably kissed Sandile and gave it to him. Yes. <laughs> you? And the juice? Yeah, yeah, Razi? <laughs> Right. I, this, is no way, this is nowhere near as juicy. I, I, don't, I don't regret it. Um, it, it was, wow. It was, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, after, after that, and I'm going to come and be boring. I just wanted to say in terms of like advice, if anyone is interested in terms of young writers, um, I would just say two things. Number one, apply for anything and everything, whether it's an internship, whether it's a writing program, whether it's a workshop, whatever it is, um, apply, apply, apply. I started off doing Lokshin Baiskop and Kat was my head writer and he brought me onto my perfect family and here we are now. So I think a lot of people I went to school with were like, "Mm, that job isn't good enough for me or that isn't enough money for me, whatever else, but I didn't know where I was going to get work from. So I just, uh, what's a non-swear word way to say this? Took myself everywhere. (laughs) I hoard myself out everywhere, basically. Um, But it gave me experience. And the second thing I would say is like, you know, learn from your head writers. I learned a lot from just like notes and everything else. Sometimes as writers, we take things very personally and it's very, very hard. But that is how you learn to be better. Um, and so when you get critique or you get notes or you get anything like that, don't let that be something that like breaks you, but rather as an opportunity to be stronger as a writer. That's all. Ah, oh, Luazi, thank you. That is amazing. And everybody follow Luazi Mvusi at Luazi Mvusi and ask all questions about taking your writing career to the next level. Rami, before I go to Carol to ask Carol, Moshala um, Carol, a question, please recuperate recipe at scones. Okay. Is everybody writing down? <laughs> yes, I have my pen ready. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Guys, no, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. I think but it's... I will send it to you. We need to talk about how we had you. to reshoot the scene with the scones, with the making of yes, scones. <laughs> yes, yes. Because the first time we didn't do it right and then we needed to... Um, redo it because you need to kind of like put the 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 weed the oil first like it must like be nicely fermented then the flavors come out you know 
through the oils and all of that before you actually put it into the main um, scone mixture. But the funny thing with what Tando was saying that, you know, because we were the ones acting, you could tell that, okay, now this time we're in Joburg, this time we're in Durban. We shot the first bit of the scones making in Joburg, then the second bit of it in Durban, but it's all in one scene. Um, and because of the hard work, because of the beautiful directions from Ray T. Cat and obviously Johnny, they just made it look flawless, you know? And yeah. And I remember having a conversation with Tanda about, oh my God, I know where we are. I don't know. Like, let's watch it again as an audience. And that's what she was talking about. But Rami, can yeah, I just ask um, who corrected how the, the weed should be in what order it should be made in? <laughs> it was Reti. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can I just say something? The script wow, was very wow, clear wow. of what needed to happen. So that's why I needed to be corrected. Us writers worked really hard to say the order of things. And then that's no, why we had I to remember the way it. You, I remember the way you explained it to me. You were like, no, no, the last time when I did it, this is what I did. <laughs> you know, so I think you are telling a bit, uh, you, you're telling a truthlet. <laughs> a truthlet. <laughs> Um, the views expressed by the actors are not the views and the experiences of the creators. Are just like this, this space is being so recorded. Well? How did Rami play that character so well? How did he, how did she play that character so well? How did you play hide that well? That we she was all perfect. Want to know. She was, she was perfect, perfect. So how? What Rami, happened? tell us. Where? Where did you get the inspiration? Rami, the whole world is, is is waiting for this answer. They, they, what was, what definitely. inspired you? Where did you draw your uh, inspiration from to to be high? Also, I feel like Sandy is like putting a trip for me. For someone who just had lunch at my house an hour ago, you shouldn't be saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm sorry, guys. Exactly. I don't know what I don't know what she's talking about. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, I have to before you guys start dropping off because I only booked you for an hour and a half. I have to go to Carol. Carol has a question for you guys. Hey, Carol. Hi, guys. Um, actually, I don't have a question. I just want to say a little bit. Uh, with the the characters and the entire TV show. Oh my God. Um, uh, Bent Union Production has done the most massive TV show I've ever seen in South Africa. I mean, going down to the main characters, they're so talented. Uh, big up for embracing our culture and showing the entire world what we're made for, what we're made of uh, as South Africans. The main characters, Busi, Vincent, Tando, and all the cast. Thank you, guys. Uh, celebrate Black excellence. Uh, well done to the production, and we hope for more. You know, we hope for season three. And I also like to uh, thank Netflix for you know for making sure that the, the TV show it's there for us to watch it. You know I couldn't wait to watch season two, and the writers, wow, you guys are awesome. I don't want to to lie and compare you guys with other writers, but you have done the most. Thank you for embracing our culture as South Africans. Thank you guys, and 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 keep up the good work. We hope for season three, guys. We cannot wait. I've done, I've finished watching the, the entire season two and I hope to get more of you guys. Tando, you the best. Uh, same as uh, your sister as a character. Thank you guys so much. And everyone, the cast and everyone, thank you so much, guys.
Thank you. Thank you so much, Carol, for that. I think the team appreciates the feedback. Um, Ritabla, did you want to say something to, to Carol? Are you all good? <laughs> good job, good job. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. It, it, it's really surprising. I mean, when we made the show, we were like, we hope people like it. And to hear the response that we get from everyone, it, it's, I know Kat said it, but it still shocks us till this day. We were like, what? Okay. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. And I'm so glad that it hits home. Awesome. All right. Um, let me go to Lego. Lego, do you have a question for the guys? Lego. Lego is quickly right. building something. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, let me come to um, Sandile. Um, let me ask you a question. If 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 the question is, what did you learn? Or maybe it's, this is for you and Motlati actually, because you guys. Uh, well, the question is, what did you learn from filming this this season? And also, guys, there's something about this show where everybody feels like it's a movie. It feels like it's a movie, but it's actually not a movie. It's a series. What is that about? So uh, the question is, um, what did you learn from, from filming this um, show that you will take to your other projects? So I'm going to ask this to Sandile and then Motlati as well. Well, uh, to take it quick, um, I, I feel like I already answered it um, with the previous question in the sense that uh, a lot of it has to, it, you know, it boils down to playing. Uh, that's the thing that I was talking about is that you know, you learn how you watch these veterans play and you, you, you really see how they let their inner child go as soon as they step into character. Even when they're in the green room, they're still just so funny. Everybody's just shits and giggles the entire time. And, and you'd expect them not to be that way because of how much experience they have. And that's the one thing that I did. You know, I take acting as, as, as something serious, like something, this is my job. I need to be serious and I need to be great at it. But as soon as I saw them on set, uh, I, I just saw something so different, such a different perspective that, you know, you need to just always be having fun. And I think that's one thing that I always take to my to, to my next jobs and, 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 and so on and so forth. Um, just have fun with what you're doing. And ultimately, you know, you'll take it there. You'll go there. Don't overthink the things that you think you because we're always constantly overthinking. But don't overthink it. Just be present and just really enjoy it. And I think the presence is what I'll take to my next um, to my next gig as well. Uh, yeah. Thank you. You know what? I think teamwork makes dream work. You know, um, there's nothing that can go wrong when when you get the best in the game. And I think uh, Bent Onion did exactly that. You know, um, from all the departments, I know we we talk about the writers. They're very incredible. They're amazing. Um, But all the other disciplines also, like, they come through. Um, they pull their best foot, they put their best foot forward, you know. So um, I think that's what I take. That let's 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 give it our all. Whatever that we do, whatever that you do, just give it your all, and 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 the world is watching. I mean, I think this this is a testament to that. Um, if you work hard and and you just have fun at work and you enjoy what you do, uh, magic will happen. Thank you so much, Motazi. I see Maple is back as that guy again. Maple, welcome back. <laughs> I do not know what great. happened to you. Uh, he was that's changing his profile because, picture. Because, uh, because the co-host is about to log off. So uh, I'm, I'm thanking Maple for coming back. I can't see him. But um, just to, just to um, speak to your, the, the, 
the thing you mentioned about the the series, people thinking it's a movie, which is crazy, because at, you know we do get a lot of people thinking it is a film, um, and I suppose um, you know the, the it, it it's an event series, right? And and the, the 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 thing that people always ask about, you know, why is it so? Why is it like three episodes? Why is it four episodes? It actually can't be more. The story is told within the confines of what the story is meant to be. And and I think that's what people, some people take away from that is like, because it seems so short, it's not the normal six, eight or 13 uh, part series. It feels like uh, a movie, which is, which is actually what we also want to achieve. It's a limited series. It's a, you know, it happens once a year. Uh, hopefully Netflix is, is listening and can make it happen more years, as everybody keeps saying. Um, and, and, but it's crazy for us because it is meant to be a series. It's, it, it, it happens over a couple of episodes. Um, and I think that is testament to the entire team, you know, from behind the scenes, in front of the cameras, the actors that you have here, the, 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 the set designers, the costume, you know, it feels like a long movie, a long good movie, which, you know, um, it's just testament to everybody's great work. But um, having said that, uh, yes, who's that? No, I want to know, as an actor, why are you not in it? Uh, I was in the first season, um, so I can't be in the second season again. I, I had a very small, very tiny, tiny, tiny role um, you do an extra. Uh, Come on, no. You did you pay yourself for that role? Did you want? Did you want that character to to have growth over the? the no, I, I'm just thinking. Why are you Quentin Tarantinoing yourself instead? Like you're a good actor. You are known. You could have added value to the series. Why did you choose to put yourself outside? Well, look at all these amazing actors that you have on this uh, Twitter space. I, I don't think like, you know, the, the, the other thing is every character has their purpose. You know, when we started writing the series, um, it was actually, you know, when myself and Jutabile were back and forthing about the idea, it was actually an idea for a film um, before we pitched it to, to, to Netflix. And there were a whole lot more characters in the original concept that we have about this, this Christmas um, wedding. Um, and then we had to just cut them down because some of them just didn't make sense. So it, you know, the, it's got to serve, it's got to serve the story. There's no, uh, there's no act, there's no part I could have played in this series. In if you look at all oh, the characters that are, that are such, on such humility, such humility, <laughs> Mr. Director. I love it. You know, it's like you're stepping into the fact that now I'm a director. I'm above this. I'm Quentin Tarantino. I'm not Absolutely going to be going through not. makeup. Look, I still love. I still love. I still love acting. Um, you know, it's it's what got me into this industry. So I'll never. You know, I whenever I get the opportunity, I will. I will grab it. So even playing like the so-called playing. extra to me, it's 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 fun. It's it's it's. It's, it's fulfilling. So I'll, I'll never not love acting. Um, however, 
you know, yes, you know, there's certain there's certain times where you can and can't put yourself in the situation, and you have to find the best people for those characters that you've created. And I think we did just that. I'd like to believe we did just that. Well, but, definitely, uh, you I'm going to use that as a sign off because uh, I do have to. <laughs> I do have to bounce. Uh, okay, thank cool. you. Thank you, Lelu. Thank you, my bless. Thank you, Kat. You've been amazing. Out. We appreciate yeah. you joining the space. Thank you. And anybody who needs to drop off, we do understand, but we would love for you to stay because we haven't been able to get everybody to ask questions. Maple, welcome back. Uh, Rami? Uh, yes. Um, I, just, I just quickly wanted to say, well, I hope Kat is still listening that. Oh, he's gone. But I know Rich is still here. One of the best things that uh, I loved about season two as well it is the cameo roles. Coconut Charles was amazing. Darlington Michaels at the end, he was amazing. Like everybody, it doesn't matter how many little lines or how small the part was, they all packed a punch. And it was so beautiful to see, like as an audience, seeing some of the bits that we haven't seen, that we like we were seeing it for the first time as well with everybody. I was so pleasantly surprised and they really, really nailed it. So that's one of the things that Burnt Union does so well that Bend Union does so well that they actually are able to, to nail even the smallest, <laughs> the small, small parts. Love that. Love that a lot. Um, I just want to ask, I don't, if guys, I've missed so much of the space um, because my co-host um, can't work out spaces. Hish, guys, yeah, she can't work out spaces. So I had to create a banner account in order to come back here. Don't follow this banner account that I'm in. It's still my player, guys. Go follow that account if you like what I'm saying on the space. I just want to ask um, the, actress, the actors that are here. Um do you feel that you were cast into the right family? Like, I'll start with you, Tando. Do you feel that you were cast into the right family? Should you, would, you, would you have liked to be a Twala from the very beginning? Actually, you crossed over. Like, I want to ask, I'll go through all of you one by one. Do you feel that you were cast into the right family? Um, I think Beauty was cast in the right family. I think the whole premise of Beauty's character is her trying to be the perfect one in an imperfect family, which then makes sense why she would marry into what she sees firstly herself as and what she wished her family was. So I think if she was born into the Twilas, she wouldn't be beauty. Okay. Rami, no, I don't, even, I don't even have to ask you, Rami. You were in the perfect family. You guys went to Durban in a Hilux. Like, nobody does that. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Rami, do you want to respond to that? Definitely. It was the perfect, perfect family. I loved my siblings, loved Shadrach. Yeah, definitely perfect. And okay. no, we're not poor. We're like upper middle class. The no, you, you were just... poor. No, you were poor. You <laughs> just, now it's just that uh, Usis just came into some money. You guys were poor. My play, can I, I just think... <laughs> Yeah, you, your wig was beautiful, by the way, um, Auntie Grace. Maple, can I just say thank you to the writers for giving Udineo some, you know, she got some action in this season. I'm so grateful. Like, <laughs> no, but nobody wanted to see that. No, listen, we, we know, we know that 
No, we know that old people do engage in certain activities, but I didn't want to see Dineo actually doing it. Like for me, Loazri, I don't know what fantasies you engage in. You're still in the space. We did not need to see that, Loazri. Mature people deserve love too. No, and I guys, know that. Thank we you. said this in the room because I was also like, no, guys, what are we doing? And then she and said, I said mature people. No. They deserve romance, even if it's doomed. No, <laughs> but the, listen. <laughs> okay, Rita, believe you can go. Yeah, the funniest thing is, so we, we, you know, we discussed this. We're like, oh no, we should show all the characters having their kind of thing and their romance. I mean, in the end, in ep four, you see Valencia and Vusi kind of rush to the bed, about to also do their thing before they're interrupted by Spoo. But I do remember when we were when we came to writing the scene, which was in Razi's episode. I was like, but this girl is holding back. Where's the romance? Where's the sex? I was like, where's the sex? If you want them to have love, where's the sex? But she's still such a classy. No, no, nobody. Listen, I'm not an ageist. I'm not an ageist and I want to say this. I understand that you need to get your groove on no matter at which age Stella is at. But I'm saying that certain things, you know, somebody in, in their youth, we want to see that. We want to we wanna indulge in that. But we could have just made that one very, you know, put it on the side and just, <laughs> you know, just package it. Like the, when, I saw, I, when I saw them in bed together, I was uncomfortable because I just thought of my parents in bed together. I don't know. Maybe those are the things that I need to maybe seek therapy for. <laughs> but anyway, Mutaki. Maple? <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I I I just want to highlight. You know, one of the things that I loved about the show, it was just how very South African it was. The the you know the discussion around the funeral expenses. I really enjoyed that. The washing of the body, but also guys, Rotabile, I have an issue with you guys making an old lady like Umam Nandinyembe, you know, sitting there in the <laughs> that whole body washing. <laughs> was crazy okay so that that whole washing of the body at the at the mortuary i think um and i enjoyed the chicken wings for dumi kaya getting chicken wings for dumi for the hangover the body arriving la payana with the hash and i loved those moments um i just wanted to say those are the things that i enjoy the most i think tando should tell the story about what was shooting that mortuary scene like with mom nandi and how she had to lie on the on the table. <laughs> Yo, Tando. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, okay. I think Tando Swanky, is a bit Swanky, busy. you're also in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay, look, that scene was hectic. I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, but yo, Mum Nandi handled it like a trooper, um, as the true actor that she is. It was hectic. It was cold. Uh, we were freezing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Reti. You're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take over this. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Why sorry, guys. I'm talking about the the morgue scene. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yes. oh, that was. Uh, thank you. Why aren't you telling the truth? You remember? Reti, no, Tando Kuluma. Um, okay, so respectfully, Mam Nandi obviously had to basically be half naked, but she was like very game. She was like <laughs> to a point where we all had to cover her up half the time. And she was just like, no, let me be, let me be. 
So she made it very easy for all of us. I think she's, she is literally like Gog Twala inside. We were all trying to be respectful. We're like, no, mom, we can get you this. Wardrobe can get you. She's like, no, it's my body. <laughs> Let's shoot the scene. And that's just the magic of these wonderful actors that we have on wait, the show wait. that are willing to guys, commit. I want to know, were you guys in an actual mall? In an actual morgue? No, we were in a no. restaurant kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, wait. So the scene that happens where, this is my favorite scene, by the way. When Utumi uh, is trying to delay the process of the cremation, were you guys at an actual crematorium or you guys had to make a makeshift thing about it as well? That was all built by our production design team that is that is shot actually in i forgot which park it is but in an environmental center so that whole uh crematorium furnace is built by our uh, set team so they built it we had a real fire in there so we did not unfortunately because of covid a lot of the crematoriums in joburg weren't allowing people in um so we had to build our own oh, okay no, it makes sense why Swanky and Tando were so calm because looking at them being in a crematorium, we would <laughs> it would have been yeah, we would have Tando, gotten some. Tando I, is very comfortable around coffins in her previous. In her oh my gosh, Lilo! She was in a coffin. <laughs> Lilo, you're finding the bag again. <laughs> <laughs> Mutatu, do you feel do you feel that you were cast into the right family? Because I know you're a kind of suave guy. You're the cigar and the nice cognac kind of guy. Do you believe that you were cast in the right family or you would have made a perfect fit into the Twilers? Based on your role that you played on Isitingu, I think you could have done well as a silo as well. You know, downgrade your life. Uh, take it easy on fumbling the bag, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I think I was cast in the right family. You know, um, I mean, I wouldn't be uh, succulent, you know. Um, so I think I'm fine that where, where, I'm, where I'm at. Okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, we've lost Trevor Kumbi. And I think that Trevor was actually cast into the perfect family. Uh, yeah. Oh, Trevor. Yeah. As a solo, it would have added more chaos into an already chaotic environment. That family, guys, that family is absolutely chaotic. Every member of that family has got to go. Like, listen, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Sillos. I'm a Twala, I'm a Twala fan. And I just want to declare it through and through um Luazi, if we were to move to season three um just off the cuff um what direction would you take as a writer like what what do you see happening hey see now you're trying to get me to trouble with my bosses who've already said you know netflix must listen and say but um I think that there's, I mean, like I've said before, there's such a, this cast is huge and there's so many incredible characters in it. And I think there's so many dynamics that are still, that still need to be explored. Um, and I think, you know, you know, it's a Twitter space. Let me, let me be raucous. I think that Grace and Sia should get it on. Season three, this is what should happen. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no, can I just what? say something, guys? Can I just say something? I was what? very disappointed that Umam Ngane and uh, and Uncle and Udesmond did not get it on. I was expecting Uncle Shadrach and Mam Ngane to have something, and then it just fizzled. Like you guys hinted at it, and then you didn't carry it through. Was that intentional? What happened there? Because we were like expecting something to happen. All of a sudden, there's nothing between Ushadrak and Mam Nan. Uh, uh, Shadrak was taking booze. one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> he was taking and one Shadrach for the team. Booze. He saw, you saw him name the alcohol one by one. Moet Nyana, sweet red wine. You know, so <laughs> I don't think any woman can compete with that. That was part of the plan. But then we had to be true to the character. The character would be more interested in drinking. And as you saw, his catchphrase became drinking with the Zulu men. So, yeah. <laughs> in real life, he wouldn't hook up with anybody. <laughs> ah, but I would, uncle. I would also like to see Rami's character actually get it on. Because can I tell you something? Like, we've seen Rami grow as an actress, like in terms of what she's done, like with her list of great things that she's done. But she's at this point in her career now where I want to see her take it there. And so I'd like to see this character that you guys have built for her actually have a romantic relationship because she's she's another chaotic person. She's like a mini Tumi that just hasn't gotten a time, like the chance to actually be a cancer in that family. So I'd love to see you guys actually explore that as well. And speaking of to me, guys, I'm really, really disappointed. I'm, I'm when I'm actually heard Ubusi was in the space, but I couldn't find her. I kept scrolling down to see her so I could add her as a speaker. Busi, if you're still here, please, 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 um, request to speak so we can add you. I know we have got Kotato who has who has got a question for the team. Kotato, welcome. Um, thank you again. Uh, I think earlier the space cut me, and I was just getting to my question. Um, you know. It's beautiful. The production was amazing. Can we bring it closer to the people? Um, I live in Esteros, and I was wondering if um, we could request the cast and the crew to actually come down and have a live streaming of the show, and maybe do it in many other communities as well, because I don't think not everyone has access to e-Netflix, you know, everyone has um, sufficient data to watch these shows, but it would be nice to have a community. Um, I'm seeing, you know, what South Africa has produced um, here live and then actually being in a position to maybe even interact yes at a distance because of COVID-19 with some of the actors and the uh, crew members and even ask questions you know and then maybe even get to share the questions on social media platforms so that you know we can make this thing bigger um, you know and then reach as many people as possible um, thank you again for this opportunity highly appreciated Rutabi then you want to take that I was actually going to pass this over to Marang. Um, you know, it is it it's 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 exciting the space that Netflix brings, and I'm sh we wanted to do a road show this year because of but because of the Omicron virus, unfortunately, we were not able to do it. Um, but I'm sure there'll be many opportunities to, you know, bring the show to different people. Uh, I will not speak on behalf of Netflix PR. <laughs> so Marang, if you can also. Uh, answer this question that'll be great i've added her on as a speaker hopefully she accepts the 
the invitation. You know Marang um, never wants to speak. You know Marang never wants to speak. She's not going to accept the invitation. Marang never wants to speak. Like she only comes onto spaces and she listens and she goes and does her job. I'd be very surprised if Marang actually joins and speaks. Marang, this is me challenging you to come through and let the people hear your voice. But yeah, Ritabile, um, in terms of what you guys, in terms of what you, she just sent me, she just sent me a WhatsApp and she said, forget it. <laughs> uh, Ritabile, the thing is, you guys have created something so amazing. And I, I agree with the, what the previous speaker said. You guys have created something so amazing that showcases South Africa in a different light. And Yes, you guys have created it for Netflix, and I understand that. But what the guy said is that it would be so amazing for the rest of South Africa to actually see what we are capable of doing. Because we we understand the data issues in this country, we understand the socioeconomic climate, but so certain people cannot get access to that. So it's still very elite. So I don't know how you guys are planning maybe five years down the line eh, with Netflix to sort of like put it out there so South Africans can actually see that we are capable of doing better. Yeah, I think already there are plans on the Netflix platform that allow for this. There's actually a, a cell phone plan that allows you to tune into content. And when you think about it, and, and, I, and I know I always explain this to people because people go to me, but I don't, you know, how much is it? I don't get how it works and how easy it can be. If you think about it, you went to the movies and you're paying a hundred rand just to see one film and that excludes your popcorn and your cold drinks and stuff like that. With Netflix, you're paying the hundred rand and you get access to all sorts of content, number one. And number two, yes, the data thing is an issue right now, but I always like go to your favorite restaurants, go to a Starbucks, download the episodes on the app and then you can watch them without killing your data from home. And I, I know I hear you say in five years, you know, you know, in five years, I believe that our infrastructure will be in a better space that everyone can have access to the content. But there are ways to be able to bring this content to the people through the platform. There are different data plans that are coming through with the different telecommunication networks. So I'm thinking in five years, it will be a joy for people who haven't seen How to Christmas to discover it on the platform. And I see Netflix growing from strength to strength in that way. I think Africa is the next biggest boom. And that's why our content is working. Um, you know, gone are the days where America and content was king in that side of the world. Now we're watching the rest of the world. And yes, data is a struggle now, but I don't think that's going to be a struggle forever. Okay. No, I, I love that. I love that thinking. I've successfully bullied Marang to actually join the space. Welcome to the space, Marang. Ooh, Marang is here. Yay. I slightly hate you, but thank you. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Betty. Um, there's really nothing I have to say beyond what Betty said. We're really, our role is just to enable our incredible storytellers to do what they do. Um, and as she really amazingly articulately stated, there's many ways to skin a cat. There's many ways to download and view this content. We're always exploring ways in which to do this. We're open. We're always learning. This space, I think, is a first um, for all of us in many respects bringing the cast, creators, and writers into one space with the fans. So this is just one example of how it is we do things at Netflix. And I'm really not one to answer questions on behalf of our creators. I really just let them, we prefer to let them shine as Netflix. So thank you, Reti, for that 
amazing answer. Thank you all for your time, your attention, and your love. Um, we love the show as much as you do. And yeah, just keep watching this space. Thank you. Bye. Wait, Thank Marang, you, Marang. Did you, did you write a press release before? Like, that was like 30 seconds before I invited you on because that sounded very crisp and on point. <laughs> <laughs> My play. Thank you. I and think... a night to all of you. <laughs> Marang would like us to wrap up because we literally booked the cast for an hour and a half and that ended at like um, 8.30. But I, I'm, I'm having so much fun and I really want to continue having the space. But I think we need to wrap up a bit. So maybe, um, Maple, let's give two two questions two people uh, a chance to ask questions and then we wrap up because we know our spaces my play they go on for like four hours so i'm gonna give spiwe sim mtabela an opportunity to ask questions to anyone who's one of the speakers like we've got rami tando sandile swanki uh Rutabile, and Lwazi. um a, do you have a question for any of them and mutlatsi mutlatsi is also here um do you have a question simpiwe Hi guys, um, thank you. Um, one thing about the show that I hate is that I can't sleep at night. I couldn't sleep for the past couple of days because I needed to watch it for like from two o'clock in the morning, watch it, then there were meetings. But anyway, um, Rami, Rami, Rami is here. Yes, I'm he can, here. Um, when I want to walk home, I'm, I'm privileged to know you. Uh, I'm privileged to know you as well. And I understand in uh, Mr. Mkiza was saying, whatever that he was saying, every time he's saying something that I don't understand, but I think I understand it. But great show, guys. And I appreciate the fact that you making, um, South African. Everything else is South Africa in the sense. Um now now Sandy you made a great show, guys, and and thank you, thank you guys. Okay, guys, my granddaughter to take away from me. Thank you so much, Spew. Okay. This little one is trying to grab the phone. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Sinbue. Amigo, um, this, the floor is yours. Welcome to the space. I actually think Amigo is one of those burner accounts that just request uh, to come to the top. And they yeah, but they actually, don't even have a profile picture, man. They, I they don't. Them. Yeah, I, wait, there's somebody, Umozit Ramahuma. I just actually gave him a thingy to actually come through. Moses, you've requested. I've accepted. I hope you come through. I hope it data is working for you. Add a speaker. <clears throat> um, while we're waiting for that, um, yeah, Luazi, in the writer's room, um, what sort of... I, I want to ask this question. In terms of representation right? You guys have managed to represent the different social um, social classes in South Africa. How are you guys moving forward? Let's say Netflix says that it's season three in terms of making sure that you increase the scope of representation. 
in South Africa because people watch TV to see themselves. And I see that members of the LGBTQI plus community are still underrepresented on the show. And because of the aesthetic of the show, I feel that it would help to add that element as well. So, Lwazi, going forward, would you guys be keen on doing that and actually doing it properly? Um, For me personally, I'm always keen to do that. Um, I think, you know, when we can tell stories that are, you know, obviously we had a storyline in, in, in season one, but stories that go beyond the coming out and um, um, and the the stories that are that that sort of explore queer relationships more. Um, I think I would absolutely love to do that, and I know the team would absolutely love to do that. Um, and I think when it comes to to representation, you know, l- looking at you know the types of people and and where it's set and all of that, um, with every. Se- season we're trying to which opens up new characters and I think um it's a story this is a story that's rife for exploring different spaces different I I mean even the idea of you know going up you know going back to the eastern cape and going up the mountain like already there you're getting a completely different experience going into the eastern cape or something like that so there's so much opportunity to do that and I think as writers we would all be incredibly incredibly excited um, to really delve in and to really tell stories really well in, in a nuanced way. And um, because obviously, especially in terms of queer relationships, what's important around representation is normalization. Um, so yeah, 100% up for it. Okay, fantastic. Cielo, uh, welcome to the space. Do you have a question for the crew and cast of How to Ruin Christmas? Um, actually, I don't have a question. It's more of a statement. My mom and I spent this entire day today cuddled up because it's freezing and we watched the entirety of season two. And I just wanted to say it was absolutely brilliant. We enjoyed it so much. We were laughing so hard. And I just want to say thank you for making such an amazing show. And I am hoping and praying we'll get another season. I'm hoping and praying with you my sister, because we need it. Netflix, I hope you are listening. <laughs> my play, you are co-hosting now. Run the show, please. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I haven't been around for a long time. And um, yeah, but you know what, guys? Um, I have to say, and I, I, I have to stress this, as somebody who's co-hosting the space, uh, Ritabile, um, the crew and the cast, it for somebody who consumes TV like I do, like people like Rami will tell you that I consume TV. Mutlati will tell you how much I consume TV. Actually, Marang will tell you how much I consume TV. So I'm always kind of, um, what you call it, I'm always comparing and friends of mine who are actually working on South African television always say that don't compare because of the challenges that they face um, with broadcasters, with commissioning editors and and so forth. And I love what you guys have been able to go and do. It is beautiful. That's why I agreed wholeheartedly to be part of this this space because I believe in what you guys are doing. 
And I believe that if somebody is sitting in New York and they watch How to Ruin Christmas, they will not go, mm, I'm watching an African production. It's kind of shabby. You guys actually stepped up and everybody that's acting on the production actually did the best that they could. And for me, I appreciate that. It makes me proud. And that's why I was just like more than when Leno said, let's do a how to ruin Christmas space. I was like more than willing because I believe in the product because I never, ever want to associate myself with a product that I don't believe in. And I really believe in this one. Moses, welcome to the space. Do you have a question for the cast and crew? And you are actually the last one before we close. Thank you, Maple. I wanted to emphasize that we want to close after Moses. Mm. Uh, we've been yeah. running for a while. Moses? Hi, how are you guys? Uh, just you Thank you, Moses. Thank you for the platform that you've given us, guys. It's such a wonderful show to watch. And I would just like to call, to, to, to compliment you guys on the wardrobe, guys. It is amazing. And what it has done is it has showcased our design as South Africans and obviously a touch of some African element to it. And I would like to say to you guys, you've really showcased a very beautiful um, wardrobe and I'm very much in love with it, especially Mr. Twala and his character. He comes across as a very good guy who is arrogantly looking stylish all the time. So does everybody else in the crew, but um, well done to you guys. And I would like to say that to all the designers, please share with us and so that we can be able to support them. It shouldn't end only just only there so that we, the ordinary people could be able to access such similar designs and the globe across thank you fantastic thank you so much to say wow yeah i think it's so great because everyone brings their a game onto the show uh it's not it's like yes we may have created this concept of a series but it doesn't come to life without every single person who brings their heart into it and big shout out to shelly who is our costume designer, who sources the wardrobe for every single character uniquely, who goes to South African designers and engages them and, you know, has to push us and our boundaries. And we're like, is she really going to wear that? I mean, you either love Dumi style or you don't love Dumi style. But the point is every single character is considered, including the kitchen tea towel that Babam Kize wears in KZN. She really thinks about it to our set departments and our production design who bring the worlds to life. The fact that that space you see is not a crematorium, um, that they build that, you know, the funeral at the beach house, everything is brought to life because everyone works so hard to bring it. So I'm very grateful to have had to work with all these people and may we continue to make art together. And thank you, Netflix, for bringing this all to life. Uh, for Kat and I, these are, we're living our dreams and it's absolutely amazing. And to Lelo and Mabler, thank you for the space. Let there be more. And we're going to have a writer's room on the space. We'll have a secret space so we can, <laughs> if, we, if we get this, if we get this next am, season, we need to have listen, one. I absolutely love that. And by the way, my, my former co-host uh, on TSA is here. Please make sure that you, you give Liseho more airtime should you guys do another season i need to see more of liseho because she needs to take me out for lunch and it needs to be a great lunch i don't want her on lunch on a budget so it needs to be so give her more give her more <laughs> okay so guys we are about to close the space now but before we do i would just like to give last 
last words to Rami, Mutati, uh, Swanki, and Loazi. Just final words for us before we close the space. Mutlati, uh, do you have any final words to the fans of the show? And yeah, anything you want to say uh, to everyone that's enjoying the show right now? But Mutlati Oribele in the background while he's watching something clearly. Yeah, All right, swanky. so let me go. Let me go to Swanky. Swanky, any last words before we close the space? Um, just in short, thank you for the support um, as well. Thank you to Netflix. I think it's already been said for giving us the platform to showcase really true and authentic South African stories. It's been a privilege being on the screens. It's been a privilege telling stories that um, South African people can find themselves in. So here's to telling more stories. You are a Thank good you. actress, lady. I want to see you in more productions. So, well done to you on what you've Absolutely. done on the show. From your lips to God's ears, Lelo. From your lips to God's Amen. ears. Amen. <laughs> no, Swanky. Swanky, I love as you a too. Brilliant, as a you. brilliant writer, any last words? Um, I mean, it's probably going to be all of us saying the same thing, but a genuine thank you. I mean, we write in isolation. We didn't even we we spent most of writing this through zoom meetings on laptops um so to see everybody love it and you know and for me personally thank you to our cast and to our crew and to our producers for making it all come to life and for just bringing their incredible talents to it um you make us you make it great for us to write for all of you so thank you Thank you, Razi. I have to say, for I watch a whole lot of TV, and there's a there are a lot of South African shows that I complain about, but I couldn't find anything to complain about on how to ruin Christmas. So thank you to the writing team, thank you to the directors and the producers for everything that you did, for just giving us you know the quality that we see. I watch a lot of international shows. Thank you for giving me that quality that I see, I usually see internationally. I really, really appreciate it. So, Rami, do you have any last words that you want to share as we close off the space? Basically, everything that Swanky said, I stand with her completely and totally. Thank you so much for such overwhelming love and responses and just embracing how we tell the stories. And we hope that, you know, going forward, we'll be able to continue doing it in such an excellent manner no compromising and giving the best quality as as best as we know how and we hope that productions like burnt onion you know uh like they, they become some of the examples that can actually show what south african tv can do when it's being supported and here is to younger producers directors and all of the people like Oratile, you know People, oh, there's so many, the list is endless, but I know Uratilo was in the space. But I know there's a lot of young companies, young production companies that are coming up, and I hope that they get the same um, platform, same opportunities to tell such amazing stories. Our stories are endless, our stories are rich, the history is amazing, and I think it is time that the world got to see it in all its glory. And thank you so much, Netflix, for an opportunity. And yes, of course, please, uh, Ritchie, can you please cast me in season three? Don't kill me. Thank you. Bye, <laughs> I love you. Oh, Ritchie. Ritchie, there are so many people that want to return for season three. That means that you guys are actually doing a great job. Thank you so much for Netflix. Uh, 
like they gave us the opportunity with Lelo to actually host the space. We hope that there are many more to come because we love having such conversations. And Lelo and I, by the way, are not the type of people that would associate ourselves with productions that we are just like, mm. we watch a lot of TV. Like we are watching Succession. We are watching so many productions that are at the top of the game. And when we saw what you guys even are doing... The ones, with, even the ones at the bottom, like the wife, Yes, like, I, 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 Lelo, man, stop it. Please mute Lelo's mic. <laughs> so, uh, Reti, congratulations to you guys for coming up with this concept. Marang, congratulations uh, for you guys at the Netflix uh, head office for actually supporting this. And we are so glad that we see South Africans that are sitting in places like Amsterdam that can actually push the proper narrative we know the struggles that we face in this country with productions and the way that actors are treated and the way that the working conditions are not that great and so when we see actors willing to come to a space for free at night on a set on a sunday it means that you guys are treating them well it means that they are appreciated and it means that they believe in the product that they're working in and so that for me is beautiful and i'm so sorry that we had technical glitch uh, glitches where i could not be here for the rest of the spare uh, for majority of the space but from i was what happy I, call- I was happy having the attention all to myself <laughs> <laughs> listen um yeah so thank you so much guys we really appreciate it we are going to do this again when you guys do how to ruin christmas season three absolutely thank you my play thank you everyone have a good night the space has been recorded. If you would like to come back and listen again, you can just find it on my profile. I will be sure to tweet. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening. Some of us are going to work tomorrow. Goodbye. Marang wants to say something. Marang, before we close. I was trying to send a heart. Sorry about that. Thank you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye.